I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the Value Factory. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Value Pack, sponsored by our sponsors on Patreon. Thank you so much to iCarry and Just a Car. I has issues. Lord Carrot, my PP itches. Fucking wish you would change that goddamn name. <laughs> and Talus X Septum. Thank you so much to you guys and everybody else that supports us on Patreon for making this show possible. Uh, did I did I fool you guys? Did you think we actually had a sponsor there for a second? As if anybody <laughs> would not sponsor this well, fucking show. I'm drinking a Monster Energy right now, so we are also <laughs> sponsored by Monster. Thank you, Monster, for supplying me Except with these. Not actually sponsored. So, <laughs> well, they that gave works. them to me at a discount through Vaughn's club membership. <laughs> Vaughn's club membership, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Oh, also, uh, I do want to do a special thanks to uh, Todd Thorson, who came on stream and, and donated 20 bucks specifically because of uh, the value pack. So, Rez, I owe you, after their cut, uh, like $9. Wait, is that how that works? I don't know. They take a little bit of a cut. Yeah, I, I told him I would split it with Rez. No, I mean... You're, not, oh, okay. He, you told him And then someone that you said, is Nayashi getting a cut? And I said, no, he's a Maywa. What? <laughs> Of course oh, not. No. Like how you say, you're like, no, that's like, I, yeah, I already decided. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Uh, so, in case you guys haven't realized, Nayashi is back with us again this week. Welcome back, Nayashi. Hopefully, you had a uh, a good break last weekend. A whole bunch of wedding planning stuff, so I wouldn't say it was <laughs> hope relaxing. You, hope you enjoyed your vacation last week. It's over now, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah back, back to, to work. work we go. <laughs> So, uh, so I was horribly wrong on the date you're actually getting married. When are you getting married? You said on uh, December fourth is the day. Okay. See, I thought it was like uh, way as long as uh, COVID doesn't decide to, uh, you know, participate in that event, we'll be fine. See, I thought it was like next month for some reason. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's coming up here pretty soon. I don't know why I thought that, but. So Nayashi, Nayashi gets to be a part of the podcast until December, and then he doesn't get to have fun anymore. Move. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So in case it's not obvious, we have a lot of things to talk about today because last night, or sorry, not last night, the night before last was the Heidel Ball. The, the Perlibus devs had a live stream at fucking 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> And uh, where they basically just talked about the game a bunch and saying kind of what they want to do with the game, where the game is right now. They talked a lot about many, many different things, and we're going to cover a bunch of it. I'm not going to say all of it because we probably left some shit out or forgot about some shit. So a bunch of it, the important stuff. So first and foremost, the thing that everybody knows about, the new Papu class. Island. Oh, no, shut the fuck. <laughs> I swear to God. We're hey, not that's, talking those are the about important things. I forgot to add the Papu Island on there, dude. It's I specifically, <laughs> I specifically was like, he left off that, but I'm not gonna tell him about it because I don't want to talk about it. Dude, can we watch 10 minutes of B-roll on Papu Island real quick? Can we not? That sounds like the most miserable thing. So the new class is coming out. It's called Hashashin, 
It's not Hashinshin, which I so, think is a League of Legends player. Someone told me that the pronunciation would be Hashashin. Hashashin? And that it's like derived from the word assassin, and it's a... Uh... Yeah, I think I... Well, no, assassin is derived from that word, sorry. Yeah. but Either way, it's uh, we don't really know a lot about it. They had one three-second gif of one skill, and that is what they revealed to us. Yeah, so as well I'm going to play as... that. <clears throat> yeah yeah just go ahead and play that as well as just kind of like some vague descriptions of like one or two other skills so yeah but yeah we got um, the gif of the one skill that does look pretty cool but all right. i mean so here's the thing about this skill and this class and everything uh so i want to first give most credit to Cinny. you know Cinny, right Rezar? yeah Cinny has been screenshotting in in our in our discord like a bunch of uh times where he's he's like screenshotting his own typing we're like dude it's going to be a sand mage and he's been saying this for like three a months and i was like i got behind the idea so i supported it so obviously i get exactly 50 percent credit for the idea <laughs> right right of course because <laughs> that's just fair um so it's a fucking sand mage dude and they described it as a sand mage <laughs> it has two weapons so it looks like it's offhand is not an amulet we were all just wrong maybe that was just his costume but he's got this the scimitar in one hand and then like a two-handed dagger blade in the other. What are those called? I kind of forget. Uh, so it, uh, like the hilt is in the middle and then it's like an opposite-sided blade on know. either side. So they revealed literally one. And it was like the most ghetto reveal ever because you even see the play button. Kind of like our production. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, but it's a big AOE but, with three tornadoes. Yeah, not four. I think you said three the other day, and I said four. But yeah, it's three tornadoes. Now that I look back, I was drinking that night. It's fine. Um, the utmost quality. Don't forget. The utmost quality. Dude, I think the skill looks fucking awesome. It looks and, pretty cool, but I'm wondering how it works. Like, does it like is it a CC, but only if you hit them with those tornadoes? And I'm sure the tornadoes are just for effect. It's just an AOE. But um, one of the things that they said about this class is that it, it's going to have a... So it wields sandstorms to quickly escape from danger and suppress its opponent. But um, it has... That, that skill that it showed was called Apostle's Descent. But it has a, uh, a time-skipping thing where like you set a point or a location and then you can move. And after a certain duration, five seconds or, or whatever, as long as you're not too far from the original point set, it'll that character will rewind and go back to that place. Which is really fucking cool. Yeah, essentially a dive, like a free dive, basically. A free dive. Now, I don't know if, like, in some games I've played, like Spellbreak, they have, um, you actually get your HP, your mana, your ammo, everything back after you rewind. So I don't know if it'll be that strong, but I don't know. The idea of it sounds fucking awesome as fuck to me. Yeah, so some some rough equivalents of that would be, like, Kunkka, I believe, has that ability in Dota 2, if you've played Dota 2. Uh, I think the ability is called like X marks the spot where he puts down a little X on the ground and then he moves forward and is able to use abilities and after a few seconds it'll pull him back. If you've played uh, Valorant, the Riot Shooter, I believe Phoenix's ultimate does the same thing where he uses his ability and then after like three seconds he will return to it or if he gets killed he'll return to it full HP and everything. Um, Echo kind of has that with his ultimate except for... His isn't like a place down a mark. It's just a thing that constantly around. 
So those are those are kind of some some similar uh, mechanics in other video games. Kronos um, from Smite. I posted in the. Oh um, yeah, Kronos from Smite. I think he has a similar thing as well. I posted. By the, the way, Discord, uh, the the weapon, for, his offhand. Frosty, Sammy whispered me. He's like, dude, I uh, I hear you're at Blood Wolves. I'm gonna come kill you. Let me kill you. It's <laughs> 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 trying to maintain that lead on the. Yeah, dude. You better he's fucking red moon him. To, you better red moon him to death, dude. Oh my um, gosh. This weapon is well. This weapon that um, uh, nobody in chat linked is called a halidy, I guess. Like this kind of yeah. blade on either side with the hilt in the middle. Interesting, um, dude. They they also said it's a full melee class, so it's not ranged. Although I do believe it is magic, but I'm not 100 percent sure if it's going to do magic damage. So we'll see. Battle Mage. I'm down for it. Battle I've been mage. wondering for the longest time when they would make some sort of Battle Mage. Hopefully this is it. Alright, so before we move on from this class, one, just based on what you guys saw, do you guys have any interest in playing this class? I mean, it looks interesting, but maybe. I know uh, Shaky said he is. If it's not slow like a wizard or a witch awakening i, I doubt I'm, it'll be slow i think guardian's gonna be like one of the only classes that's as slow as it is yeah so if it, as long as it's not slow i i actually think i'm gonna play this class too this shit looks so fun <laughs> Dude, I just wow don't you're gonna see swap how, genders Holy shit. i just don't see how you can say that when you have one ability no you because know one ability sand mage that means nothing. It means everything. It means the world to me. What are you talking Azir, about? Azir in League of Legends is a sand mage, and I guarantee you, you would not like to play that character. His main you weapon is a Shamshir. In what game? In League of Legends. I wouldn't want to play League of Legends as Azir because I wouldn't want to play League of Legends. That's oh the only reason God. I wouldn't play him. I'm a sand mage at heart. All right. To answer to answer your question, yes, I'm interested, but I have to see more. Like they've shown one ability that that tells me nothing. How does this class play? Like how does it fight? Is it flex? Is it main ball? Is it some sort of brawler? Dude, like you know goddamn it... well it's going to be flex and defense and nothing else because that's what all classes are that aren't guardian was witch, right? Dude, you know <laughs> you know for a fact that you you're expecting a PA to know that stuff they they just put random skills on glasses and hope for the best yeah i just uh, like oh that looks that looks you know aesthetically cool if the animations for the rest of the abilities look cool and the movement doesn't feel like absolute trash i'm in i'm in i'm in and uh all right so what do you guys think the awakening weapon's gonna be if you had a theory let's take a guess now and then uh, we'll revisit our horrible guesses in august when it comes out so this class is coming july yes um this is they, one of the like three things they actually gave dates on. Yeah, this class is coming in July. They said, as weird as it sounds, I have no idea how it's going to work, that consoles will be able to test the class first, and that'll be the first time they do something like that. Um, and then the Awakening and Succession will come out in August. So At the same time. At the same time. So obviously, Succession is just going to be this weapon, like enhanced skills. But what what is the Awakening weapon going to be? Is it going to be a completely different weapon, or is it going to be like Guardian Archer, where it's kind of the same as its main hand? Uh, well, okay, so it's probably going to be some sort of like ninja assassin thing, right? So what if they did like a uh, what if they did like a like a uh, like a claws sort of thing? A claw? You know what I mean? Like a hand claw? 
Yeah, something like that. That'd be That'd pretty be interesting. Fine. That'd be cool. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna be sad if the awakening has nothing to do with sandstorm sand stuff. <laughs> it's gonna be like, wait. But I mean I guess you'll be forced to play succession, but I don't know. I mean I don't know what else it could really be. I kinda hope it's a scimitar, just a bigger scimitar. Maybe it's like imbued with magic in awakening or something. Yeah, Qatar weapon. Exactly. It could be interesting. I don't a know. Shovel. Dude, I, I shovel. Was... <laughs> <laughs> it could be a shabby shovel. The shabby shovel. Awakening he has weapon, extra digging shovel. potential. <laughs> oh god. Um, do you think it'll be an evasion based class where stacking evasion will be ideal? <laughs> oh, probably. Shifting sands, that's what they'll call his uh his ability to weave in and out of your your uh your attacks with iframes. He uses the power of different gods. Yeah, they did say that. He uses the power of different gods in Awakening, but that's all they said. Oh, Ooh, maybe it'll so be different it's a elements. Lore thing. Might be elements, maybe. Yeah, Sammy's so, okay, here to okay. collect his fucking <laughs> kill. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe... Get on the wagon, you sheep. Uh, oh, this I is CPCP. Hold on, we're going to kill CPCP. This is the issue with, like... I don't know shit about the lore in this game, so I don't yeah. know like what gods there are. Um, I'm assuming there's just generic like. Well, probably Zarka is technically considered a god, right? Dude, what if he turned into a mini Zarka when you go awakening? Mini Zarka, that sounds awful. Um, <laughs> he's stuck halfway in the ground, can't move. <laughs> so this was my idea. Because of the the awakening, the the coupon thing. So maybe we should just talk about the coupons thing right here, just because it ties in. But um, my plan was to get two final goodbye sets of reroll coupons. Sammy's like, Guardian, who are you? I need to know who you are because I got to catch them all. Mac Attack says he'll get a bow in awakening to really piss off Rangers. <laughs> It'll just be another better bow class. So um, why? Why two sets? So I'm gonna get two Explain. sets. So I'm gonna get one set um to roll to this because I, I, I for damn sure I'm not making new pen weapons. And I won't be able to use the coupons until he's out for whatever, thirty days or sixty I think it's like thirty one days after awakening. So I'm gonna have to just make tat weapons and live with it for a while if this class is actually cool. Um and then have the second set of coupons as backup. In case I end up hating the class and I could go back to Kuno. See? It's foolproof. Until they remove him from your inventory. <laughs> Until they remove him from my inventory. And then I go play Arcage Unchained full time. <laughs> in a fit of rage. Um, yeah, so they said that they're going to remove Awakening. Or Awakening. I keep saying Awakening. The weapon swap coupons are going to be removed from the Pearl Shop as of... The end of June. It's gonna be a. Sad it's a little day. bit confusing because the translation. Wasn't sure if they meant in June, like with this first maintenance, but it sounded like it was the end of June. So we'll have all of June to get them, and then they're gonna be gone. And they specifically cited that the reroll coupons were. They didn't like that people would use them every time a balance patch came out. Basically. Um. They didn't want people swapping that easily over balance changes. Wow, and they wanted weird. people to stay on their class. What did they think people were going to do? 
<laughs> um, so they did say that they'll add him back into the game somehow in like a journal. I think was their example, but I, I oh yeah, <clears throat> I believe you know, it'll be we need like more of those combined journals. I think it'll That's be like the problem. A, they didn't. It'll be like a one-time thing, is what it sounds like to me. That or Shikatsu seals, right? They're still no. Available. It'll be it'll be like a moon book that you have for ninety days, so you can constantly swap, but it'll cost you like two hundred bucks. Yeah. So we'll, we'll want to swap your weapons around, and try a new class immediately on the spot without having to go through the pearl shop multiple times. Sure, we got your solution right here. It'll you be your dream. Like, It'll be your wet fucking dream. Yeah, Frosty. you say that like that's ridiculous, but Frosty's like, I buy that honestly. Oh, I'm not. I'm saying it's ridiculous as far as like a oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's right. The lawn's well, the lawn's terrible. So oh shit, maybe well, I almost ran out of stamina. No, he came up behind me. We'll see how it ends up going, but all right. Um, so, just on the premise that they're going to be removed, let's say they're being removed. How do, do you feel any way about it, Res? You think it's think good it's that they're a gone? Good thing. I think it's a good thing. I know a lot of GMs everywhere are happy about it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um. You know they don't want their witches and wizards re-rolling to fucking like warrior. Maybe so, if free roll coupons didn't exist, I'd still be in Black Rose today. did you tell by the way uh when you fought that black rose uh mystic and they were like trying to recruit you or whatever did you tell them i used to be in black rose and left because they kept retrialing me when i re-rolled i told them that (laughs) i don't think they like me there (laughs) (laughs) sammy's like where you at did you leave i'm like i'm still here come collect if you can boy Um, uh, man. Yeah, Nayashi, them removing the coupons, good thing or bad thing overall, in your opinion? I mean, I think it's a good thing because it'll stop players from fucking just constantly re-rolling classes to the, you know, the meta class of the month. Right. But, I mean, all that'll do is it forces players to actually make enough money to, uh, like, actually have multiple sets of uh, weapons. So that's really How all you, do you need. Think it'll affect the market because now pens might actually start being sold. So I don't know if it'll drive the price down or up over time. You know, because right now there's literally yeah, zero reason true. to sell your pen unless you have a second version or you're just making a weird ass change. Um, but if you want a new class, Maybe. you're gonna have to sell your weapons and buy new weapons or make new weapons. Sammy got it. But I mean, yeah, I think it might. It might actually have a positive effect on people selling their fucking. Uh... <laughs> well put. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it'll it'll <laughs> it'll have a positive effect on people selling their fucking uh, their pens and whatnot if they're not interested in playing that class anymore. But that's pretty much it. I feel. Right. Well, what if they just sold them in game for like an ass load of silver? Like not more than like, I don't know, not not like an ass load actually, but like a, a decent chunk of silver. What do you mean? Sold what in game? Like the reroll coupons. Oh oh oh. Okay. So like, if you want to, well, hmm. And what if it just like scaled with the level or something? So like, you could buy a Tet reroll coupon for like a bill, or if your shit was a uh, pen. Then it would cost, I don't know, like three bill or something. So like it would be a huge investment. It would cost a lot of money, but yeah. there would still be an option 
for you to do that. It's not you know? a bad idea. It'd be a good silver sink too. Yeah, and also you make it be uh, don't just make it flat. Like you would have to make it scaling, because otherwise it's either going to end up being too expensive for lower geared people with like try or tet weapons, or too cheap for people with pen weapons. Right. So you would have to make it scaling if you ended up doing that, but. I mean, I don't know. I feel like that would be that wouldn't be a, a terrible thing, honestly. Because pe- like being able to swap is a nice thing. Like it's nice to be able to play a new class. It helps people not get burnt out right. on the game. Yeah, it's but the thing that like, kind of it's like the one downside of having pen weapons too. Is like you're is you you're don't swap, stuck, dude. Like yeah. when you're tet weapons, you just buy any any one and it feels fine. But like I, I know everyone's like, why don't you just get tet weapons? People ask me that all the time. It's like, dude, the difference of having 290 AP and 288, also like the Caffrus levels, right? I'm not going to have the same Caffrus level. So it's gener- for me, it's almost like, it's like a 13 AP dip. It's like just not the same experience, you know, especially in PvE. Yeah, so, uh, Rolvixia. I don't know. I oh, think, we- it, I honestly feel like if they just made it like a viable in-game, it's just a money sink. It costs a decent chunk of silver, but not a ridiculous amount of silver. And you could just do it as many times as you want, as long as you have the money. Mm-hmm. I mean, would that necessarily be a bad thing? I don't. I, I don't know. I don't really think so. I mean, it would still prevent people from just doing it willy nilly, unless for some reason Biohack wants to re-roll every five seconds. What are you talking about? He doesn't re-roll. He. Uh, I know he that's what I'm saying to... though. Is like only people with insane amount of like sitting silver would be able to re-roll constantly. Instead of it being like, well, I can just swipe my credit card two times or three times a fucking month and then just keep re-rolling. What about a loyalty shop purchase? It's a good idea, Torn. Like maybe something crazy, like 15,000 loyalty per coupon or something dumb. They they really, which this was a, this was a question that I think, uh, I think, uh, someone asked at, uh, in Korean. It, at the uh, Heidel Ball, they had like the questions asked or whatever. Mm-hmm. There was this one chick who was like, "When are you revamping the loyalty shop?" And I was like, "Yeah, please. When are you doing that? Because right now it's pretty fucking useless." Did you see one of my favorite responses when someone asked, "Are are you planning on adding any new life skills?" They said no. What? Yeah. Are- like. Well, that what was more do you the want? They looked at each other. They like looked around. They're like, we have. I I feel like they wanted to be like, are you fucking kidding me? New life skills. Have you ever looked at the fucking life skill tab? I think <laughs> they're like, uh, like, yeah, no, we're definitely just working on uh, trying to improve all the twenty five million life skills we currently have. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't even yeah. know what else they would add. Rock climbing. <laughs> I know. Right? Outside of rock climbing. Um, Dude, you need, to yeah. let, you, you need to let Sammy know that if this keeps up, I might just be first place off him alone. It also... <laughs> it's unique kills only. Uh, I know. I'm dicking around. Uh, it also cracked me up the person that was like, when are you going to buff trading? Bartering is better than trading. It's like, oh my god. Trading isn't the best way to make silver for like three months and tr- fucking ex traders are already bitching about it of course I mean, trading should get buffed I-, I think trading should be buffed. that's a fair question i mean trading took a lot takes a lot of investment 
I don't know. Uh, training needs to be buffed a little bit for sure, I think. But uh, I yeah, I can't think of a new life skill that would be fun. I'd rather them just improve the ones that are not good or even change them to make them more fun. Somehow. I don't know. Yeah, like like farming. Farming should be fun. Dude, farming should be fun. I should be able to actually like buy a rake and like manually scrape the rake over my farm <laughs> and then plant the seeds. Just fucking kill me. Dude, improve hunting too. That's what Hunter says. I, I like that. Goes good with his uh, name. How about improve class balance? Let's they, let's shoot for that first. Eh? They added the sniping. You know, we got a couple snipe spots. You think they should add an AWP to the game? An op? Yeah. Like like from CSGO? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the Sand Guy's fucking awakening weapon, dude. A fucking AWP. This is an awakening weapon. An op. I have no oh, HP Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Removing reroll coupons feels bad. Uh, for Frosty and no one else. <laughs> roll, roll people, got me. <laughs> Dude, it's alright. I'll just buy ten sets or so. I'm trying to like factor in when I feel and I, I come actually out. like you're saying that sarcastically, but when the time comes and we're at like the end of June, it would not surprise me if you're like, so I bought like five sets of coupons. No, two sets. You two say sets, that now. Two sets, and I'm you setting see, that limit because they, they need... No, 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 look. Two sets, I set that limit because I if if I'm patient enough, I can buy a whole new set with Shikatu seals. It's only 360 Shikatu set, seals to reroll my whole set of weapons, right? That's nothing. It's three years. I could do yeah. that. Three years, easy. Oh, am I crazy, or... Like the new Shikatu seals, are are we not getting them as often? I'm not paying get, attention, but I feel get like I'm not getting them as often. They're back to the old way Shikatu seals used to be, like way back in the day. Because for a while we were getting 15 of the old one a month, so they kind of went up fast. Oh, uh, okay. But we're getting that must only be what it is. 10 a month, so yeah, it's slow as hell. Okay, got it. I was I was like, I feel like I'm not getting them as fast as I used to, but I I don't pay enough attention to attendance rewards to really be able to say definitively whether we were getting less or not, but that makes sense. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Moving on. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to, I think we Dude, should Sammy's read. Dude, Sammy's trying to feed me to his other galaxy friends. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me reorder this real quick. Oh, shit. Can um, I reorder it? This is, how, just... this is how the number one, uh, the number one uh, kill feed person gets it kill feed person i don't know what the hell to call it the arsha tournament arsha tournament i don't know what the fuck it is <laughs> stupid ass fucking uh system that they got going on arsha rank dude it's the arsha, arsha rank. rank all right let's do this order uh say there we go okay okay class change the order and then we'll go to the the thorn one yeah Alright, so uh, they admitted that they may have made a mistake. Um, (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna copy paste this quote, put it here in the Discord for you guys, I'll have it on screen, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna read it also for our (laughs) our radio listeners. (laughs) 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 Um all right. 
This is one of my favorite. This is one of my new favorite quotes. Uh, I think it's it's everything you want in a quote. So they mentioned the balance and all the shit that they did on Global Labs and that people, they got a bunch of feedback and then they said what their intention was that they were trying to balance everything because they felt like succession might have been too strong. Um, that they wanted succession to be good, but they might have went a little bit overboard. So the the Global Lab patch was supposed to bring it all back down to a, a new baseline. And then they said, in this quote, here we go, regardless, we do not believe the recent patch where every class got nerfed in the name of balancing was the best choice. <laughs> and that was just round of applause. No shit. You mean ruining it for everybody and making everyone upset wasn't the right way to go. Dude, I also wish they said, I wish the translation was a mistake and they actually said we did not believe the recent patch where every class got nerfed in the name of love was the best choice. <laughs> I feel like that would have been Name way fucking cooler. Uh, yeah, so after they said that, they said their plan is instead to just buff every... They, this is their exact word, so I know a lot of people are like, they better not fucking mean Guardian as well, but they said they're going to buff every single Awakening class, or buff the Awakening of every single class. So This two days following a Zerker Awakening nerf. Thanks, PA. Thank God for that nerf too. Fucking bust class. So, yeah, that's where we're at. Um, everything that's on Global App, you people can stop PMing me, saying like, "LOL, Kuno's getting nerfed." LOL, how do you feel about the Kuno nerfs? <laughs> LOL, Kuno's gonna be shit soon. What are you gonna do? LOL. Uh, nope, I'm still gonna be OP. Sorry, guys. So wait, hold on. but Frosty, if they actually made Awakening good, would you go to Awakening, or would you still yeah, be like, if, if, they, if they were the same, would you go back to Awakening or stay Succession? If they were the same, I probably would prefer to play Awakening because I love the Chakram. But the the thing is, is like I'm pretty sure all they're going to do is buff balance, or sorry, buff damage, and not anything else. And not they, like mechanic <laughs> changes or anything. Yeah, the the issue with Awakening is that its movement is kind of meh. Because Lunar Dash is LOL, um, so yeah. But um, if they did, <gasps> they if they did a little horse. bit of extra, if they did a little bit of extra stuff, then yeah, I'd be down. I like Awakening, man. Awakening is fun. That's why I played the class to begin with. I think the Chakram is really cool. I would really like to see them. Which I again, I doubt this is going to happen. Just like you said, they're probably just going to mess with damage numbers. But I would like for them to actually sit down look at the classes as they are now, the Awakening classes, and reevaluate some of these classes' protections and CCs and things of that. Mm -hmm. And really, like, think about what is what was good since the CC changes, what has been not good, what do the players, like, use, what do they not use, and really, like, mess around with that kind of stuff. Which I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, dear God, no, like, don't change my class, but change is good, man. Change is good. And I think there are a lot of classes that could uh, benefit from that. I know, like, doesn't Awakening Kuno have a couple skills that makes no sense? The fact that they're CC instead of protection? Yeah, Lunar Dash. Oh, that's the one? <laughs> Imagine your main movement skill is an unprotected CC for some reason. Imagine Jeez. Lava Piercer, if Lava Piercer had a stiffness at the end of it and they removed Super Armor. Yeah, that sounds pretty awful. It sounds pretty awesome, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it would be nice. And also, when they go through and read all this in your hypothetical world, they also go through and like look at all their BAM skills that people don't use and be like, why aren't people using these really powerful yeah. fusion skills? Oh, Re- because they're bad. Re- cool. BAM skills are so weird because they added them to the game and then we're like, okay, that's just there now. And I was like, wait, but like, yeah, you can like make this like an integral part. Uh, no. If they're it's good, it's so, good. If it's bad, it's bad. They're so awesome on so many classes, too. And then, like, the ones where they're bad, it's just completely forgotten. And I don't understand why. I actually think they don't like Rebam skills. Like, I feel like they felt like they were forced to add them on Guardian. Because remember, it was like, there was no Rebam skills. Like, oh, you guys were requesting it so much, and here's the Rebam skills. And it's like, yeah, dude, like, the Rebam skills are kind of a cool thing. Like, just make them... Yeah, they can, yeah. They don't they have to be kind OP, of alter. just make them usable. That's it. Yeah, they they can just alter the play styles a little bit or you know, just give a different also, kit option. Like honestly, I and I know they would probably never do this, but I would like to see more Rabom skills, like more fusion skills, like fuse succession and awakening skills. Like that would be cool. That could result in some really cool uh like changes to what classes. Would, what would they call them? Um Habam. Habam skills. <laughs> What about Ultra Instinct skills? Ultra Instinct. I don't know. Like it, the <laughs> bombs were such a cool idea, and then they basically just made them, and then like forgot about them. Yeah. Is very like weird. They honestly. were also they were also supposed to be there were supposed to be five on every class when they first announced them. They said there was going to be one a level fifty six, fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine, and sixty version, and then they stopped at fifty seven and never made any more. So kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. I wish I wish they would do more with it, but I doubt they ever will. No, probably maybe, not. Maybe they'll uh, remove them from the game and then make it its own standalone thing. All right, so in short, so we all are clear, the patch notes on Global Lab are relevant. We appreciate everyone, Nayashi, who went on there and tested them for no reason. But what Hell they're yeah. going to do instead to do. is just buff Awakening. Um guardian (laughs) (laughs) slow play into the obvious fact that guardian obviously in awakening just doesn't do enough damage so slow so we're gonna so okay so let's talk about this then let's talk about this now for our three classes berserker kuno maywa what what changes reasonably don't be fucking stupid and say some dumb shit all right what actual changes would you like to see that would make Awakening as good as Succession. You want to start, Nashi? My mine's hard. For, I, I already know mine. I, I literally think about this every day. <laughs> and what wish, would, wish it would what changes would make Awakening as good as Succession? For yeah. Well, like what? What changes could changes? They, what changes could they do that would make you say Awakening is now on the same level as Succession? Right for Maywa. Well, that are reasonable. A reasonable set of changes. Um, chip damage. The combo damage on Awakening is actually really good. The chip damage sucks. And in this meta, chip damage is pressure. Pressure equals more opportunities for openings. Because right. blocks are broken, or maybe they have to use unsafe skills because they need to do something else, something to change it up. It creates openings. Hmm. And Awakening is really good at catches on openings. But you can't do that if a class is sitting in SA the entire time, for example, 
an awakened guardian can literally just SA rotate all day against the succession or awakened Mewa. And literally they can't do anything. It's it's a it's a losing matchup. Right. Chip um, damage is important. A, I, I want to emphasize uh, that because the people don't realize like when you're in a duel with someone that is good, like no matter how good you are, your play style like immediately has to change. And like everyone has their level, whatever it is, you, you probably don't even have it like specifically defined. But there's a point in your HP where all of a sudden your play style just changes because you got to a certain point. Yeah. And that, that makes it so like it's easier. The other person now gets to recover stamina or they can play mm -hmm. hyper-aggressive to try to just kill you, like all sorts of stuff. So I, yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. that yeah. is so like it, it as a reasonable set of changes without me going into specific details and kind of like naming things that might be considered, you know, super strong for other classes to deal with and whatnot. Chip damage is the biggest problem that Awakening Mewa has. Like, Pedal Drill is used to chip on people. Red Moon can chip on people and whatnot. But for the most part, the, the damage is like it's really low in comparison to a lot of skills that other classes have for chip damage options. And that's just that's just where she has her biggest issue. Um, right. And that, like, and in a prime example of that, you can see with Succession Mela. The reason why I play Succession Mewa over Awakening is not because it's better at catches, because it's definitely not. It has very similar kit. Most of the kit options are the same, except Awakening actually has a few extra options like Royal Rage, which is a stun in Frontal Guard, and uh, Oppression, which is very, very, very fast uh, AoE CC. So those are really good for catches that Succession doesn't have. And also the stamina is a lot better on Awakening, too, because they have some... Uh, SA type movement that's for distance like pedal drill but um, the the main thing that Succession has over it in my opinion that makes it just more viable for this meta is the fact that all my pokes actually hurt right. every single poke hurts my red moon hurts my blooming can fuck up someone's day if they're not paying attention to it that sounded like, like two that, words blooming Blooming, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just that big, you know. It's got it's got to get its own syllable added. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just the chip damage is so like significant that it can change a matchup. Awakening Guardians, I can deal with most Awakening Guardians, no problem with Succession Mewa. You meant when I tried out asks, Awakening, I can't. Can we huh? explain ship damage for a casual player? So he he's saying chip damage, but. Uh, he has a he has a speech impediment. I, He's a Maywa. So what? the thing is, is chip Am I damage. It? <laughs> no, no, you're saying it right. Uh, chip yeah. damage is literally just when when he's like fishing for CC, or he can use damage dealing abilities that are just going to do a little bit of damage in like an SA trade, where like both players are in SA or frontal guard. It puts damage and makes the player his opponent lose health, like a little bit of health here and there over time. Where it's actually like important and viable. That that's what chip damage is. So yeah, like on a Kuno, even if a player is not CC'd, it's it's really helpful on Awakening Kuno to use Spin Spree because if they sit in it and they get dropped down to like half health, now their playstyle changes. So yeah, that, they have to back off and reset because they can't trade you very well at this point. Right, they're on the back foot. Now they have to rethink just spamming only super armors and have to start doing something else. Yeah, they have to. They have to instead of using super armors, they have to use frontal guards, and frontal guards are openings in a way, especially if your class is capable of getting around them, like mine can be. Right. So that that's that's where it is. Like 
you know, and then if their frontal guard is down, they have to swap to, you know, because you broke it, um, which in higher gear score, that is very easy to accomplish. Then you have to switch to super armors, which then you're taking a lot of damage to the face in order to not get CC'd. And you also get debuffs to you. So it's like those kinds of elements are what make a intense high gear score fight much more, you know, uh, difficult to manage sometimes. Like, yeah, you can't just rely on your protections to like easily like tank somebody because they're going to burst you. Dildo Dragon points out, or like on Succession Mystic, where you can use a three second cooldown frontal guard like Thunder Pound to just whittle people down until they're dead. Yeah, which is a good example, yeah. Dildo. Thank you. Um, that that is de- I have your chat pulled up, and that is definitely is that not, not what, he, what said? he said. I think that's that what he, is, that's not what he that's not what he typed exactly. That's not, not what, what he, he typed said. exactly, but that's what he meant. Man, man, that, that's Poor what he dildo, meant. Not being represented probably. for anyone actually wondering what dildo said. He said, or you can be Sukuno using skills and keep people low while taking no damage. Yeah, imagine yeah. just dying standing up to a Sukuno. <laughs> um. But I'm yeah. I mean right. that that would that's my sum up of Reslar. Your, your Zerker Zerker awaken change. What would you do? Uh, honestly, mostly bug fixes. Uh, make our iframe on Giant Leap actually work. Uh, make Predatory Hunt actually good. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched that video I uploaded a while back where I explained how whenever you and this is true for a lot of skills, but it's especially bad on Predatory Hunt. Whenever you are using Predatory Hunt and you are being hit, it slows down the animation uh, painfully slow. There have been moments where I've literally gotten stuck in the animation of Predatory Hunt and I cannot actually hit the ground and use a separate ability. Um, so yeah, I've, bug seen, fixes, I've seen clips of that. Yeah, bug fixes is kind of like the main thing that Zerker needs, honestly. Uh, at least for large scale. For 1v1s, I... People say Zerker's bad in 1v1s. Zerker's good in 1v1s. He just struggles against iframe classes. And I really think he just needs another... Like, me and you talked about this a while back, Frosty. I don't remember if it was on a podcast or what. But he just needs, like, another quick catch. Like, I I, I don't know what that is. But the only quick catch we have is uh, Stomp, really. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't have a cooldown, which means you can use it fairly frequently, which is nice. But it, it is unprotected. And the range on it is not enormous, so I don't know. We just need another quick catch, honestly. And maybe, honestly, if Predatory Hunt was actually decent, then that might suffice. Uh, probably wouldn't. But when you say might, decent, I don't know. Do you mean like work the way Succession one works? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Succession Predatory Hunt is, should kind of just be how it normally works. Honestly, so maybe what, not the distance, but the speed at which it does. Uh, so certainly. What about a kind of like what I'm choice said um, is like an on-demand essay, or is that what uh, that would act as? I I I do not think we need more protection necessarily. I I think if our if the protection we had just worked fine, mm-hmm. if Giant Leap Ooh. was actually an iframe. If Predatory Hunt didn't basically get us killed, uh, I, I honestly think our protection would be fine. I understand where he was coming from whenever he said that, though. Right. Because I think he is what he's saying is the truth, that the fact that a lot of classes do have on-demand iframes or super armors that they can just instantly use to get out of dodge. And yeah, Zerker, 
Zerker yeah, kind of doesn't. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I I I I think just a quick some sort of quick catch fixing our protections. Uh and yeah. Oh, and revert this fucking ground lifting forces your C swap on cooldown after reckless or not reckless, a frenzy destroyer. I understand putting it on headbutt to stop headbutt combo, but putting it on FD was just a fucking completely random nerfed. That was the most undeserved thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. There's absolutely no reason behind it, and it just made us worse. Just objectively, like, just fucking worse. I don't get that nerf at all. I Again, I understand headbutt. The headbutt was what nerfed the headbutt combo, and is why we can't headbutt combo anymore. But making yeah. it work off of FD as well was so fucking random and out of nowhere. I don't know why the fuck they did that. It just makes things... It just objectively makes the class a lot fucking worse. Alright, so Awakening Kuno... For the the premise is what, what would we change on Awakening to make it as good as its succession counterpart? Or close to it, where you'd actually be willing to roll to it. So on Awakening Kuno, for me, it's, it's just a little bit of the... Uh, obviously, PvE damage still is lacking. But a little bit of the filler damage on the in-between skills, like relying exclusively on spin spree for your combo is kind of irritating a little bit. But um, it's not so much so that it's like that bad. It would be like literally really, really minor changes. But to me, it's there doesn't need to be a CC on Lunar Dash. Just give it, it. So the original Lunar Dash before the CC changes was Frontal Guard with the stiffness. Just remove the stiffness and give it Frontal Guard again would be fine. Um, change tenon cutter to be similar to the succession one but not have the teleport or the cc like just make the movements the same there's three just the three dashes because the the pre-awakened one like barely moves you at all and then dance macabre wouldn't even need to change the distance or anything just make the startup animation faster in the awakening dance and i i think legit just those changes would make it feel like as powerful or close to as powerful as suck And that's it. I'd be good with that. I think a lot of... I mean, because that feeling of like... Um, I mean, there are some classes, right, where just damage. Like, I think on uh, Mystic, for example, a lot of Mystics prefer the Awakening Kit, like the utility on Awakening Kit. Um, but the damage is so high on Succession Mystic, so they feel forced to have to use that version. Um, so on Mystic, maybe, for example, like it'd be okay to just increase the damage, although I still think they need to buff Wolf's Frenzy and make it a viable escape again. Um, but on, on a lot of classes, yeah, it's like there's more to it than just damage. Um, that's kind of weird. I don't know. I'm trying yeah. to think of I'm trying to think of another class where it's like kind of the awakening just buffing damage on on that class wouldn't be enough it would need something else um dude i just got a fucking like hexakill in uh on my block list from server chat holy shit so many people just started spamming retard shit jesus christ damn yeah uh i think a lot of the awakening class the thing is is like Mooses just needs accuracy modifiers, is what a lot of mooses say. I think like, a lot of the issue is, is kind of like, uh, it's a similar thing to when you compare older awakenings to newer ones, and the newer ones just seem so fucking insane. 
Like you compare yeah. you compare like Guardian to like Warrior or Berserker, like right. any of the early frontline awakenings, and you're like, Jesus Christ, Guardian is so insane compared to those. I, I think you have a similar thing going on with Succession, where Succession, you know, it they've been doing it longer, they knew how to make it more powerful. It wasn't like they were shooting in the dark, which I, it honestly kind of feels like they were a little bit with a lot of the earlier awakenings. And so it ended up just kind of being better like mechanics than what you have in a lot of awakenings, honestly. Um like I think I think Musa and Musa and Maywa is a good example, by the way, I think, with the red buff and blue buff like mechanic. Yeah, like they're thought out. Dude, the Musa's a good example too, Sark. Thanks for pointing out. Like the Musa just buffing damage numbers on Musa like doesn't really solve any of the issues they have, right? Like they yeah. kind of need a little bit of accuracy. Their e buff is still fucking makes no sense. And like Tiger Blade should be easy to get in and out of. It shouldn't be like you feel trapped kind of thing. Tiger Blade should just be like a mainstream part of their kit because that's a cool part of their kit that like is not super like useful, honestly. Yeah, Tiger Blade is. is... I mean, it's good for catches and whatnot, and memes, and because uh, of what it can do. But catches and it's memes. It's not. It's it's only good versus players that aren't knowledgeable about it. Like anyone that has any sort of idea of what to do versus it, you just sa trade it and don't leave yourselves in frontal guards or unprotected abilities, and you can literally nuke it down. Um, and like, and also to capitalize on both, you know, Musa and Mewa, like the biggest problems right now is also. You know, besides that chip damage for like Mayo, like I mentioned, and the accuracy modifiers for Musa, it's also the um, the stamina, like the in combat stamina is just awful. All right, let's um, move on. To, should we move on to the Thornwind Siege? Yeah, let's move on to the thing that we still have no information no video about. about. Yeah, it sucks because I can't pull it. I wish I had something to pull up on screen. So I'll just leave this cute picture of me crying because the reroll coupons are going away. Um, <laughs> so they explained. Uh, they they described Thornwind Siege exactly how I dreamed. Now, of course, like Reslar, per your theory, um, Reslar believes strongly that they always have cool ideas and poor implementation. And there's a very, 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 I would put it at about a 70% chance that that's going to be the case here. <laughs> but the <laughs> way they described it, at least on paper, is really fucking cool. So Thornwind Siege is a 5v5. I can't remember if they said you queue up or you just go there. Originally, they said go there, but it sounds like that's not going to be the case anymore. I'm not too well, sure. The, I think the language that they used was team up with. So I don't know what that means. That almost makes it sound like you're just going to run into people and you have to decide whether to murder them or team up with well, them. Well, they, they said you can go with five people or team up with people, something. So it, it sounds like it's, a, I mean, they described it pretty clearly as a five versus five. So I, I don't know. Anyway, so I don't know. it's, it, the way they described it this time was going to be a 5v5 where there's like PVE and you're like traveling through this whatever, Thornwind Siege Castle thing. Um, PVE and the PVE is AP capped. So basically everyone with at least a baseline minimum gear will do about the same amount of damage. I imagine the mobs are going to be tanky. So that way it actually takes a little bit of time to get through. Um, but the PvP is not going to be equalized. So they just said PvE will be equalized, but PvP uses your full gear. 
So you go in there with your gear, you're fighting through these mobs and like a boss or whatever, and then when you get to each other, you're also trying to kill each other. Which to me sounds fun as hell. Yeah, it does sound fun. Um, it even, there's two chances for it to be a failure because one, they could just make it not that good, right? Like there's a chance it just sucks. Um, and two, there's a chance it's really good, but like RBF, the rewards are not worth the time to do it or queuing up takes too long or whatever. So hopefully that gets fleshed out. But at least on paper, this shit sounds really, really fun. Um, I mean, it sounds interesting. I mean, they just, they need to do more elements like this. So like more combat focused elements that also incorporate PB or, you know, like <laughs> ranked arena and stuff like that. They just need to do more, more stuff and emphasize on their combat. Like, dude, Talisceptum, because I said that there's a 70% chance it's going to be shitty. Talisceptum said, I've failed at least 170% pry accessory attempts. PA will do fine. <laughs> Yikes. True. Um, dude, uh, I'm, I want this to come out so fucking badly. And like you said, the fact that there's no video or anything on it yet. Is makes me think it's not coming for a really, really, really long time. <laughs> they don't have a date. They don't even have a video of it. Like they didn't yeah. even have. They didn't even have like a uh, like pictures. Nothing. Like pictures of like, hey, here's what like the map is like. Here's the mobs you're gonna be fighting. Nothing. Zero. They had nothing on it. What do you guys think about? The equalized PvE, but not equalized PvP. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, so they said that the, the PvE will be equalized in this uh, castle seat. So basically the mobs will all be AP capped. But the PvP, like you're still using your gear versus your opponent's gear. It depends on what that is supposed to accomplish i'm I'm, I'm I'm not understanding what that is supposed to accomplish I think personally. it's I think it's is just, it so DP builds can participate no like, I, I, I think know. it's so you can be kind of lower gear and still get through the mobs but but then you're just gonna get clapped well maybe I mean so then they're not gonna participate again because they're just getting destroyed not if their team is good though right because it's team team thing I, I, I think it's it, to regulate the amount of time it takes to get through the mobs was the idea. At least that's how it seems. Like in, in Dredgian or like these these other games that kind of do this sort of system, like if one team just literally like blows through their side in like five seconds, then they're just going to have way more points and be at a huge advantage. I think in this, it's kind of like, yeah, if you have more gear, you still got to get through the mobs and then fight at the end. And with the gear, like, you know, killing gear definitely makes you kill mobs faster. If you have less gear than someone, though, you can still kill them. You know what I mean? Like, kind of yeah. like we talked about. I mean, especially with successions. Yeah, especially with successions. So, yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. Um,. Yeah, I guess that's it. I, I'm I'm sad they don't have any videos, so this is probably not even going to come this year, to be honest. I'd be surprised. Like maybe Korea will get it this year, but I I'm pretty sure we won't. Um, 
moving on. All right. Uh, before we get, I, I, cause I want to talk a little bit in depth about the Node War stuff, even though that was also super fucking vague. <laughs> uh, the bounty system thing, though. Everything was vague, basically. Yeah, the Node War thing was Again, vague, but they gave some some details at least. But the bounty system was like extremely vague. Yeah. So we can. In go case anyone is wondering, just let me point this out. Let me point this out because I said this before. I think we were streaming, but we weren't recording yet. So let me point this out. I was watching Choices uh, stream. I think yesterday. And someone asked him what his thoughts on or what his feelings on the Heidel Ball were. And he said, I forget exactly what he said, so I'm paraphrasing. But he said, like, mostly disappointing because basically they only committed to, like, two things. They were like, basically, the new class is coming out in June with Succession and Awakening coming out in August. And, uh, like, Agris Fever is they're going to change Agris Fever slightly. They're going to give it, like, a toggle or something. And he said that they should be able to do that in one to two weeks. And those are, like, basically the only things that they really, like, hard-committed dates to. The only other thing that they kind of committed to was they said uh, Odalita's second half of this year, right? Was it Odalita uh, that they said was going to come second half of this year? Uh, Odalita, second half of this year... The new region winter twenty twenty one, which is super far for KR. Um, KR, they, not us. They, they, they didn't say KR, dude. They, that I mean, it probably will be, be KR. KR. But they didn't say KR. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, they didn't put dates, but I mean, I, I still am like, while I agree they didn't hard commit to a lot of stuff, I feel like they're kind of forced not to because one, the second it's late, they're fucked. Oh, Dev Act, yeah, we forgot about that. We gotta add that to the list. Oh, yeah, dude, my favorite. My fa- I forgot. We about forgot that. about. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, let me add. Yo, that. that's Hold actually on. probably the hypest thing that they announced. That the actually, thing, is, actually is really good. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. What was it? Yeah, we'll get um, there. We'll get there. We'll get we'll, there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> let me see. Put, I'm gonna put this after the Node War stuff. Um. <laughs> uh. All right, there we go. I'm just I'm calling it this because <laughs> it just sounds funny. Okay. Did you put Did you put space for it? <laughs> I had to. Oh, I God. had to. <laughs> I had to because uh, I just it just reminded me, like we have an air force and that sounds normal and but it was just funny like when they were talking about having like government whatever for like outer space to like monitor outer space comings and goings and our, our president called it space force and now it just stuck in my head it sounds so goddamn funny every um, time i hear space force i i instantly think about um fuck what's the actor's name from space balls oh yeah, space balls from yeah, back yeah. In the, day? the guy from honey i shrunk the kids yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what is his name i forget i don't know his name, name. he's playing darth uh... vader in space balls yeah, he's playing the parodied Darth Vader. Hold on. Uh, honey, honey, Rick Moranis. Yes, yeah. that's his name. Thank, Thank you, Dios. You. Dude, I keep thinking... I don't know why when I hear or see Space Force, I I, I just hear it as Space Force. Like, like It's like Buzz Lightyear is saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the bounty system, here's what they said. They said that they know that the karma system is whack. They've said this before, though. So who knows if it'll ever actually change. This is another thing they didn't promise, and they gave kind of vague details. But 
they gave a scenario where instead of losing karma, player A could go up and kill player B, and then player B, because he was killed by player A, can now set a bounty on player A, and other players in the world can come kill player A once that bounty is placed on him for honor points. Which I think sounds like just that little bit of detail already um, sounds way like better than doesn't. what the fuck we have. In my opinion. Yeah, I mean, well, we have nothing right now. We so, have yeah, it nothing. sounds quite a bit better. <laughs> but uh, also giving like a meaningful reason to kill people, I think it's cool. Because, all right, if I go up to a grind spot and I kill someone three times, right? You, you're done. That's it. I just, they've won the spot because they didn't leave after I killed them three times. So, well, all right, fuck it. I guess I have to change channels even though I beat you. Um, but in this case, you can kill them three times and then that person can put a bounty on you and then you're taking that risk. Do you want to sit there and have to deal with maybe people are coming to try to kill you for honor points or do you want to change channels yourself? I, I think that's really fucking cool. I think that would be fun as hell. Um I think that they still should leave Arsha the exact way it is, where there's just no system on Arsha and you just can kill openly and freely. But on yeah. the other channels, I think that sounds really fucking cool. And I hope that they do that. They said that they're still working it out and it'll probably be a while, but yeah, on paper, that, that sounds awesome. So speaking of the Arsha channel, there's another thing that we forgot to add. Mm-hmm. The, um, the scaling server, the scaling channel. Oh, right. That so we'll was talk, so vague. let's talk. Let's talk about that. All right. It, it it was it was, but compared to a lot of the other vagaries, it actually was fairly simple. All right. So give basically, us the rundown. I'm going to use the rest. So real quick. I I remember this because I thought it was kind of interesting. So basically, what they said is, um, a lot of lower level spots go completely unused because you know when you go to Fogans and Syrindia, you go there when you're like fucking level twenty. And then you literally never go there again, because why would you? And so what they talked about was possibly setting up a server, uh, or not a server, a channel, setting up a channel, or maybe a couple channels, where essentially these mobs that are useless on normal channels um, are actually, like, worth something. They're, like, hard to kill, and actually worth going and, and fighting over, basically. So... I don't know. I thought that was kind of a, a fairly interesting uh, idea. I don't know if they could actually make it worth anything, but it's a good way of trying to like reincorporate um, older spots that nobody uses. I'm into yeah, this idea, I mean, by the way. It's it's a good way for them to maybe just you know make more viable locations. Right. Do you think this is a better solution though than just adding making like revamping those spots entirely anyway? I mean, but revamping them how? Well, making them all like kind of just adding more higher end spots like on at every level, like more spots that are kind of like trees level, more spots that are like polyforest, more spots that are like Sacrea and Histria. Just because all of those spots like they said you visit it one time, I mean, having only one server is going to make all those spots super contested. <laughs> so that's I mean, why I'm they'll not probably, super into They'll it. probably do more than one, I'm assuming. But I don't know. Who, uh, who knows? We'll have to see. But yeah. like the, the issue is every spot that you just said is like way above the spots that they gave examples for. They said Fogans. 
not desert fogans, mind you, fogans like oh, in Serendia. Serendia. Yeah, yes. no, but like the the only reason those spots exist is because like you just get through the quest line and that's it. So I get like the premise, but I'm saying like I don't know. Um, there's a lot of spots that are not even in the quest line anymore. Have you noticed this? Like, do you does the quest line even take you to contaminated farm anymore? Yes, it does. Or which one of the? Hold on, let me go look at this spot. Um, I know for a fact because I literally just did all of my main quests the other day trying to get more energy. Perudo Cave. I don't think I went there. I don't think it takes you there. All right. I think it takes you to... Does it take you to Broggy Den anymore? I think the brand new revamped one doesn't even take you to Broggy Den. Does it? I I was already past that point whenever I finished all of my main quests, so I do not remember. Yeah, there's like a lot of these spots that even the quest line doesn't take you there. So I feel like there's no... Oh, the refugee camp. That's what I was thinking. Like, do, do we go there anymore? Yeah. the Like the one... The little like zombies northwest of Calpheon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, whenever I whenever I decided to do all of my main quests, I was like halfway through the Calpheon quest line. Now, was this on I, a new character though, or because the uh, the old characters still finish the old quest line? You have to actually make a new character to do the new quest line. Really? Yeah. You sure about that? No, I'm a hundred percent sure because I I had two characters that I ran the quest line didn't give me the option to do the new lines at all. Oh uh, well, if that's true, then then I don't know. Um, my, my point is that like, well, I do like this idea for all the spots. The server is cool. I still also wish all the spots that have been both removed from the quest line and nobody grinds at should just be revamped anyway. I'm trying to think what other places, I mean, Sol should, you Soldier's know what Grave is literally only there for the awakening quest. Like that could be a I different know, spot. I know people aren't going to like this idea, but. Honestly, I, I, I kind of almost feel like this is what they should do. Mm -hmm. They should have, like, lower, like, easier-to-kill trash spots drop really good accessories. Like, have really good rare drops with it. Okay. Like, like kind of similar to Crescent Shrine? Like, where you can kill quickly but still get a rare drop? Yeah. That's worth, like, a good chunk. Yeah. But the trash isn't, like, super good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like that. Instead of, like... Oh, let's have a spot be the best spot in the game for money and also drop some of the best accessories, like most expensive accessories in the game. Like, I don't know. So, what, like, which I, I, alternative ways to get certain accessories? You're saying, is this anti Stars End or Sakrea or, or which? I mean, honestly, I'm not saying like remove the rare drops from those right. spots, but I think it is kind of silly how you have these spots that are like some of the best trash in the game and they drop the most expensive accessories in the game. Because then you have complete and total, uh, like, top-down control. Like, only the, like, top-geared players are going to be able to go grind there. Like, lower-geared players have no, like, chance. Like, people are like, oh, if you just get, like, enough gear score, you can go grind stars in. Except for you can't, because you're going to be fighting off people with 300 AP. Mm, I mean, there also has to be a little bit of incentive to even gear progress, though, right? So if, every, right, yeah. if everywhere's good, what's the point? of gear progression yeah that's fair like if i could and just that's get, why that's why i'm not saying you should be able to go to baragi den and make 75 mil an hour mm -hmm. i'm saying like at baragi den why not make there like a, a a fair like a decent chance to drop a goddamn i don't know just some fucking like some not top tier accessory but something that sells for a decent chunk yeah you know 
I, I do wish they had like a newer grind spot that still counts as high end where you do it's more about killing the amount of mobs than killing like tough mobs. Like I, I do kind of miss the whole like like gahas going through and killing like a pack in one skill or two skills is kind of a fun way to grind, or at least different. So I wish it wasn't all like Star's End, Sacrea, Hysteria is all pulling and then killing the pack. I wish you could go you could either do that or do the other style, and they both were like equally as efficient, depending on what you prefer. But you still need gear to like actually one shot to make it efficient. You know what I mean? Like how Gahas used to feel when we were all first getting there. Yeah. No, because that's a different style of grind that I I think is kind of fun. Mantrams is kind of close to what I'm talking about, but because the mobs are so spread out, some classes suck there. It's like really hard to grind there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's just the certain kits will be more viable than others, or just certain classes in general, because kits are still kind of similar. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's a good idea. I just, what are you going to do to do it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Rework Waragons again. Oh, God. I've seen a video the other day where someone said they got 120 mil an hour at Waragon. It's like, what? Yeah. Who took the time to do that? I'm <laughs> just looking like, when's the last time you went to Rudimount Station because you wanted to be there? <laughs> Except for Reslar, because he mean, likes their character models. So he goes there to enjoy just looking at them. Uh, the the Sandmage sounds... should be a Rudum, by the way. We got fucking... We got Jip. Marnie's lab hole area is like so cool looking, too. And it's like... Useless. I think they're going to do like an orc berserker type for the Rudum. In the most recent quest line, did they. Is Mask Owl Forest even a place you go anymore? Or Mantra Forest? Like one of those I, two, I think, so. I think, is gone. I can't remember which one. Um, It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, I do like the idea that the, a server where every place is really good sounds kind of cool. I, I'm into that too. That sounds fun as hell. And now, they said it would scale with gear, right? Or something? That's the part that I don't... F or is it just they're all going to be high-end spots on this server? Probably that. Because scaling with gear is really hard in open world when you're like, two people of completely different gear range could be standing next to each other fighting the same pack. I don't know how that would work. But, yeah. Um, dude, abandoned iron mine, for example, like that place is fucking huge. Yeah, and that awful. Is... I wish it was good. <laughs> well, like you say, it's huge and awful. But, it's huge yeah. and awful, dude. I, I just ran through Bash and Base the other day. I can't remember why. Oh, for the I think one of the quests like makes you go there or some shit. And like Bash and Base is such a cool area, and it's like completely useless. Yeah, abandoned iron mine is still the best spot in the game if you wanna. Black Spear Powder, I'm pretty sure. I don't even believe that's true anymore, because of Starzen. Because Starzen, you get like 50 of each stone now. When you grind with the Loot Scroll. So you just grind that into Black Spear Powder, it's like, you get so much. Rip. Rip <laughs> Abandoned Iron, Iron Mine. Mine. <laughs> Abandoned Iron Mine is just a place for Hikikomori Node Wars now. I'm pretty sure. They're still around? In, in, in their past life, yeah. <laughs> I actually the saw ghost. someone from Hiki in my grind spot the other day. I thought it, I actually said out loud, I was like, you know, I'm going to let this guy have it. You know, he needs a win. 
<laughs> uh, and I left. Um, all right. Um, so that was the new thing. All right, Node War system. <laughs> I am. I'm super nice. All right, new Node War system. Uh, this one also is super vague. Probably will never come. But I do want to point out, I have said multiple times, having four tiers doesn't really make any sense, especially when two of them mean the exact same thing. Tier three and tier four, like, are there's basically no difference. So, um, in this new node war system that they described very, very briefly and vaguely, they said there will be three tiers. I th I don't think they called it tiers though. They called it like ranks or something odd. Um, this was all the details, at least that I can remember. There were three tiers: tier one, two, and three, and. Um, they wanted to do, yeah, stages. That's what it was. Three stages, one, two, and three. And when you own a node, then what you'd want to do, or you're in, you'd be incentivized in some way to go from that node to win the connected node near it or something along those lines. So you'd want to be like connecting these nodes. I don't know if that means there'll be bonuses for it. I don't know if that means, um, other shit but the node wars will be like connected to the nodes so the surrounding nodes that they're connected to will become important in some way when it comes to node war uh again super fucking vague kind of reminds me of ashes creation ashes of creations idea a little bit right res like their whole node thing uh kind of i guess wait not really well, no. What do, you, what do you mean? If you remember old Ashes of Creation when they first announced it, their whole thing was like you have to conquer a node, and then that area becomes unlocked for you to grind an adventure and quest. I think that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. So it makes I, it makes it a lot more competitive for the actual zones, and that would actually make it like I mean they kind of sort of try to do that with the buff, but not exactly like obviously shutting people out completely. Yeah, so um, I, I guess I see what you're saying. I, I think Ashes is, is a little more in depth. It's different. Than just it's more, that, it's more but... like PVE focus on Ashes, but I'm just saying it's kind of like yeah. Um, I don't know because the node system. I feel like there's so much you could do with it. It's like when I look at it, and it looks like it reminds me of the game Risk a little bit, and it's like not being utilized in any way that's meaningful for PvP. And I think it could. I I don't know what they plan on doing, but I kind of like the idea of let's say if i place on i'm just looking at camel silver uh temple right like to the right of eastern border let's pretend for instance that's a, a tier their new like stage three node right um or maybe i don't even know i don't know to let's say i uh, fuck i don't know i don't know what their plan is so maybe it's like maybe what they were thinking is you conquer camel temple and that's stage one and if you want a siege, you have to have a stage three node. So now we know Cho Nation wins Camisol Temple, right? Now they have to win Ancient Ruins Excavation Site and Canyon of Corruption in order to siege on Saturday. Because the next two nodes they're connected to are stage two and stage three. And maybe there's like an extra bonus and money for winning all the connected nodes in a row. That would actually be interesting as fuck. Although the problem is that would be super exploitable and like blocking guilds from being able to siege. Well, uh, 
maybe not necessarily connect it to siege maybe make siege like its own thing but like to grind in those different zones yeah to grind the different but let's say unrelated to siege it would be kind of interesting if let's say i i place let's just say it's like separate tiers entirely so i go to camisil temple it's a it's a stage three node i win that now next week i could just go win any other node if i want and i win like whatever this camisil stage three gave me 1.6 bill payout so now I could go win another 1.6 at some any other random tier 3 node or stage 3 node. Or I can go try to win Ancient Ruins Excavation Site. And people are going to know that I'm probably going to be going there. Because if I win that one, because it's connected to the first one, then my guild gets 3 build payout. And then for stage 3, you could and connect also, again. Also, uh, you unlock the, the multi-worker aspect. And then you unlock two workers, one node at the Ancient Ruins Excavation Site. <laughs> So toxic, dude. Hey, you have to bring it back every once in a while. It's great. Yeah, and then the last node, now you're super incentivized. The last node's going to pay you out four bill if you win Canyon of Corruption, and you get a 10% drop rate buff in Medaya because you unlock three connecting nodes in one week. So now for the rest of that week, you have a 10% drop buff for your guild does in Medaya or something along those lines. That would be kind of cool, I think. I have no idea what they're actually going to do because they, all they said is connecting nodes will be a thing in Node War, but I don't know. Maybe it'll just be a trade buff, dude. <laughs> Whatever they do, please, for the love of God, just make it to where when you go up, you can't go back down. Please. I, I never understood. That was like the best change they ever made to Node Wars. They put that in KR for like two weeks and then removed it. And then never came back to it. And I, I will never understand why. That was the best change that has never came to NA. And we desperately fucking need it. So that fucking T2 guilds can stop fighting goddamn Cho Nation and Black Rose. Yeah. Cho Nation should not be 1v1ing Sacred Nectar twice a week. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's fucking retarded. It makes no sense whatsoever. I don't endorse that word. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I disavow. I disavow Reslar as a whole. Um, so that's that. Should we move on to Space Force? The Space Force! Space Force. The Intergalactic Alliance of Space Force. All right, so here we go. Pearl Abyss. So in, in case you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's not actually the Space Force. We're no. just memeing. No, Pearl it's Abyss actually, announced. What, is, what did they call it? Here we go. I'm going to say it. Pearl Abyss announced a costume design task force <laughs> that will be appointed by the White House cabinet. Um, <laughs> that's why it just reminds me. It's like so like political sounding. A fucking costume design task force. So fucking dumb. All right. But even though the name is really stupid, that's the irony of it. Like everything else has this like cool name, but then the idea is what? This is just laughing at yeah, it. Yeah, the name is is really cool on these other ideas, but then the actual, like, what they're going to do is not that exciting. But this one has the dumbest name, but the actual idea is great. They said they're going to have a task force that is designed or created to design one new Pearl costume for every single class every single week. So they're, they're, one would be released on a weekly basis, a brand new Pearl costume for every single class. Because they've been asked a lot. One of the main questions they're asked like, why are there not more outfits or costumes or whatever? So Wait, no. what they need I... to do is make 
give Mewa the fucking long capes. No, 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 no. Like Frosty, all her fucking costumes Frosty, don't have the long capes. Frosty, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, ass. it wasn't every class every week. It was there would be one costume for a class every week. No, it was and every class. It definitely oh, what, was, was it not. Was it just one class? It was False one information. class. Oh, rip. Wait, let, let me double check. One class. I'm okay, okay. Positive. Everyone's saying one class. My bad. It was one class. All right. So one new. That's still the sad thing is because that's not even a lot of costumes. The sad thing is is that that's a massive upgrade. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Because yeah. now we're going from like one new costume every two months to four a month, <clears throat> which is awesome. And I I said this like years ago. I was like, why don't they just put out like a costume a week and they just put the classes on rotation? Musa gets it this week. Maywa gets it the next week. Tamer gets it the next week. Valk gets it the next week. Just come out with a costume a week. Put different teams on it, so they're always designing costumes for a, cl- a specific class. Mm-hmm. And then you n- you will never run out of money. You will never run out of money. And they never would have had this game had to make this game fucking pay to win to make their money. They would have made plenty of money off of that alone because costumes are thirty fucking dollars. And people like me will easily drop hundreds of dollars on outfits in this fucking game. Jesus. Right. Well, I'm trying to do some digging. I want to get... Some people are saying it was every class. I just want to make sure I have the wording right. I mean, it probably wasn't it because that sounds crazy. That would be insanity. It would, it, it would be insanity, but if you have a task force... It should be possible. <laughs> Especially a, a United States of America White House based one. That's the really only thing, the all only the proper. Thing, the uh, only thing I'm concerned about is they've gotten into this really fucking bad habit here recently of just slightly changing costumes that already exist and then releasing them as new, new costumes. Right. And, uh, if they start doing that, then that's probably just going to make people more angry <laughs> than some, having no costumes some, at all. Some people are saying the PA stream said every class every week. I don't think I don't you think know, they did. And the words of Trump and his appointed, they're going to be the best people, the, the smartest people. They're, they're going to know and do things that no one else can do. I mean, again, like the issue is, is when it's like five thirty in the morning, my eyes are like half asleep, and the only other person that's watching it with me is drunk off his fucking, is out of his mind. Like I, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was one costume a week. Right. Um. I think I'm coming up on the shit, dude. Hold on. A lot of people are saying one per class. I had one person that said otherwise. Right. Um, let's see. Oh, here. I'm fine. I mean, that's just the way that they should do it. Honestly, that's the way that they should. It would not be hard. If you had just a handful of people, let's say like four or five people, right? Of like, and that's no, like, no, no, no. Whole, I have the exact quote here. It, it is. It says, the ta- here's the exact quote. Hold on. I'm going to pull it up on the stream so you guys can see it. Hold on. I had a, I thought I wasn't crazy, dude. I know I was a little drunk that night, but I wasn't that drunk. It says, the new outfit creation, that's what it's called. The new outfit creation task force ultimate goal will be to release one new outfit per class each week. Then that's even worse. Because no. now it's definitely just going to be shitty recolors, or like we added a piece of fabric. 
Not fake news. All these people in my chat said fake news. Liar. I was not lying, dude. That's just objectively where you can't tell me that you can come up. It's a task many, force, dude. It's going to be a thousand are, employees. How many classes are in this game? How, no, how it's many not going to be a thousand employees. employees. They're hiring. One, two, three, four, hiring five, North six, face. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and with the new class, twenty classes. You're going to come up with twenty unique and new outfits every single week. Good we really, fucking luck. Are we really right, at Rez, twenty classes almost? Res, you yes. keep forgetting something. It is an outfit design task force. Shut the fuck up. That is an important force. part of this whole thing. They wouldn't have given it that fancy schmancy name if it wasn't a thing. They're going to have a team of five in 20 different buildings. Okay. There's going to be five employees per building designing costumes, costumes full time. All right. I believe it. And I'm excited. Maybe we'll There's get no shoot, maybe we'll get a red shoot ad with red smoke for the same Dude, full price. Dude, that's exactly <laughs> what it's gonna be. No, that that's is what it exactly is right what now. It's gonna be. So, hey, that's still better than nothing because that's what we have right now, except only once every six months. Ugh. Whatever, dude. Hey, you know what though? All right, if they design one new costume per week, every week for each class, there's a chance that at least once a month or once every six weeks, one of those outfits is cool, right? Would you agree that's possible? It's possible, but I'd rather them just focus on one. No, so no, that, no, no. If they did it the way I'm explaining, that would mean that this costume, this these people, this group of probably like somewhere between like four to ten people that are Oops. specifically designing a, a costume for their class, they would have 20 weeks. That is plenty of time to come up with something new and original that is actually interesting. Here. It would make players want to buy it. I found, I found an image. Um, this is, I googled outfit design task force and this image came up. This is who's going to be working on our outfits every single week, whether you like it or not. It's a task force of costume designers. Oh my fucking. This is, Google it, dude. This actually came up. These are the new, someone said, are these the new <laughs> Maywa outfits? <laughs> these do kind of look like Maywa outfits, don't they? That scarf, though. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> That's the task no. force, dude. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be our uh, PA task force for our <laughs> Oh, shit, dude. dude <laughs> Someone just, said, uh, isn't that five of the same person? Oh my God. There's no way these end up being anything you know, more you know than funny? just... Fucking you know recolors that is that's probably going to be actually how it is. It is a little legitimately going to be a task force of one, and he's going <laughs> to well, be like yeah, because super you, struggling to get uh, to get all the fucking costumes. They only that. need one person on the task force because here's going to be the task force's job. They fucking log on to their that class. They have all the costumes already because they're a PA employee. They find a decent looking dye combination on it, and then they release that as a new costume. I think that's you're, literally you're, gonna be what they do. You're failing to look at the bright side. You're failing to look at the silver lining here, especially for an awakened Zerker. Think about this. Manager's gonna walk into the office. Hey Brian, you're off Zerker Awakening Bounce. You're back on costumes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you won't get any more awakened nerfs, dude, because he's gonna be back to designing uh, costumes. I I, just, I I hate it. I would much rather. You know what? I would much rather. No, you know, you know what? I, I this is actually what I think happened. The the team that's in charge of Global Lab 
you know, to get the balancing of all the classes. Since they fucking failed horrifically, they're like, you know what? You guys are stuck on costumes now. You guys are just <laughs> You're that bad. Being punished. Like, hey, employee of the month doesn't have to design costumes. <laughs> <laughs> the the balance else team does. has now been reduced to fucking costume design because that's how shit <laughs> Yeah. It's like, okay, hey, really? everyone who participated. You can't possibly fuck up the balance of these. And yeah. Sure enough, we're going to have some can lopsided I, fucking costumes. The manager's like, can I get a show of hands of the people who participated in the Global Labs balance patch? All right, all of you guys are on a new costumes task force. Let's go. My office now. <laughs> okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this though. Real talk. Real talk. What is what is what is the one cool thing about the black shoe dad? Tell me. That you can't diet. No. <laughs> it's the effect. Effects are cool, right? Like, mm-hmm. why? I do not understand. This will, I, I will never understand this about this fucking game. I understand uh, fucking, like, they want people to be immersed or whatever. But you should be selling, as a separate thing, like, effects on costumes that we already have. Make it its own slot in our inventory, just like the earring and the, the, yeah, the fucking, like, all that stuff. And it ha- put effects in there that yeah. we can buy for, like, like, 10, 20 bucks. Dude, if I could get... But that like breaks our immersion. Like lightning if I could, emanating around your costume for 10 bucks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I would buy that. But you know what I'm not going to buy? The same costume I already own, but with an effect for $50. Why not? <laughs> no. But you can't dye it. That's kind of cool. <laughs> like sell effects as a separate slot in our inventory Put it on sale for like 10, 20 bucks, and I guarantee you players will buy that shit instantly. I am selling you this idea for free, PA. I, I mean, know at least one of you listens Jet. to this podcast. That's like, well, they've disappointed us with less, so. <laughs> you remember how I told you um, that I, I, it kind of bothers me that all these other MMOs don't copy bdo's combat when they make a new game like that no one's doing that the other thing is i don't understand why bdo why bdo doesn't copy the fucking wings on every other mmo we're like <laughs> literally i i swear to god i could go to Kakao and be like look your or Perlibris, your revenue will increase by nearly double if you put a set of really cool looking fucking wings, like all sorts of different wings, maybe 10, 12 different designs that every single person could buy and add to their current outfit. They yes. would make so much money. It, you charge 20 bucks, maybe even fucking 30. People would pay 30 for wings. And then they would make so much money that they then they can, uh, you know, lower the cost of uh, reroll coops and leave them in the store. But, like, dude, like, that's the thing that they're not understanding is, like, it's, yes, people want more costumes, but you know why? It's because this game looks fucking amazing, and they want more options. So, if you can't put out more costumes, and we know they fucking can't, and this task force isn't going to fucking help, (laughs) it's just going to be fucking recolors, then focus on making more pieces, make effects, have extra pieces that we can use like every other fucking MMO out there right. and players will gladly flip out their wallets for shit like that. A, a couple of good questions and points from the chat. So someone says no wings because of Pegasus can those wings make us fly. 
Look, ideally, in, <laughs> in a perfect world for me, I would love it if we could buy cosmetic wings that also let you not fly, but glide. Just glide down, where you fall down like relatively quickly. But even without That's that, they, they only would need to be cosmetic. Well, you could have a basic bitch set that just doesn't look cool. That still makes you glide that you get for free. <laughs> but yeah, but even without that, it could just be cosmetic. And then someone also says this. They say, it starts... <laughs> <laughs> this is, Dev Act is not wrong about this. It starts with wings, and soon enough, Shy is in a little police car and can chase Zerkers on pink T-Rexes around. Oh, that is true. It'll become Terra, dude, where you're like <laughs> in a full like costume of a panda bear driving a police car. I mean, and I what, do agree with what, that what to someone a degree. Else is, someone else also says is what they'll do is they'll sell you those effects, Rizzler, for those costumes or the wings and whatnot, but they'll only appear if you... I actually have the subscription method that they add so yeah. in the form of value pack. Or it could right, be like right, the bikinis. Right. It only The smoke effect on the back of the shootout outfit only appears if you're sitting in water at the beach. Right. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't know. And, like, that is true. Like, the part about, like, the tiny shies in police cars. Like, MMOs <laughs> always do that, right? Like, I know. They take they it too start, far. They start with a tiny bit of, like, immersion breaking, and then it just becomes insane. And that's why, like, I'm not too keen on, like, adding wings, personally. I don't even really like the Kabilius that much, because it just kind of looks goofy to me. Especially because the wings fucking suck, compared to, like, other MMOs. But, like, effects are something that we already have plenty of. Have you seen the Musa's Awakening outfit? He literally, ha his arm has an effect on it. It's all, yeah, like, the on fire and shit. Too. Yeah, I wish and you the could recall that. I wish you could recolor that. Like, effects are already in the game. Like, this is not immersion breaking to have effects on your costume. I do not understand why you are not capitalizing on this. I mean, if you're covered with, like, lightning and fire and stuff like that, that's a little much. The The fire on the hands and whatnot, that's pretty cool. But Xbox yes, players say they can't handle it. Xbox players can't turn those effects off, dude. At, oh this point, at this point, I'm ready to saw off the, the Xbox players like I'm ready to saw off California. Here it goes. Always political with this, man. The, the I FPS didn't say anything political. I just don't like California. Yeah, you do. Your favorite co-host lives in California. Fuckface. Mm -hmm. I actually you live in California? <laughs> no, Frosty does, dude. <laughs> See? Nashi wants to be involved in this conversation, but he's being grabbed by a Zerker on our show. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> not today, actually. Most other days, yes. Um, I'm, okay. fighting, uh, I'm fighting Catbox from oh, Africa. Apparently everyone hates California in chat. Um, all right. <laughs> Moving on. The Costume Design Task Force will solve all of our problems. Even Californians hate California. Let's be real, dude. That's why they moved to Texas. New yep, costume, and then they're turning they're turning Texas into fucking California. New costume per class every week. Let's go. Can be the worst fucking thing. All right, zodiac sign changes. They're looking at making the zodiac sign mean something more than the Amity game. They're going to potentially. They're mulling over the ideas of. Uh, occasionally every day the sign of the day changes or something like that where for that one day you have a 1% drop rate buff or you get plus Ooh. one fail stack or something like that depending on the day and it changes every day so it could be interesting I guess um, that was kind of all the details they gave on that um, horse race changes they're going to add four new breeds of specifically racing horses um, 
I believe they'll all be like tier eights, right? Or something like that. I think um, so, yeah. Something like that. And they're going to redesign horse racing so that way it's it's they say a little bit more fun, easier to get into, and the rewards are a little bit better. So we'll see how that goes. And then those new racing horses will be part of that. I, I think that part's kind of cool. It would be cool seeing people with newer designed horses. I feel like the old they're getting kind of stale at this point. They've kind of been the same forever. Yeah, we should have horses like in every other game ever, where it's like actually a horse and not a NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I, I like I said before, dude, when you play Red Dead Redemption and you're riding a horse on that, you're like, dude, I wish I could drift an instant excel at 190 <laughs> miles per hour like I can in BDO. Jump off of a cliff real. that's like 140 feet and my horse just takes 10% damage. <laughs> Instead of breaking its fucking legs and then you have to put it down. Yeah. Um They so they announced a new area coming in winter twenty so actually two new areas. We've got to mention this with the, the new guy. Um Hashashin, the new class, is from an area in Valencia that they said they're going to add to the map. I don't know if they're gonna add it with the class, but they said it's coming or it's gonna have new types of monsters that are a different challenge than we're used to. So we'll see what that is. Oh, great. So more Ash Forest that nobody goes. That's the positive outlook, yeah. And um, the, so, yeah, I, I forget. What what did they say that was called again? Anyone remember? Uh, Demon something? Yeah, Demon something. Demon zone. It'll be in Valencia. Uh, but this new, they announced a new region, a completely new region that they said will be south of Valencia, right? Yeah, I believe south no, of no, south of, no, 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 south of Medaya. South of Medaya, but it'll be a region that's up in the sky. They said so. It'll be like super high altitude, and it'll be a snow-based region. So, that's hey, that would cool. be cool. We don't have a snow-based region. I think don't have cool. a snow-based. Yeah, region. snow region would be sick as fuck. Yeah, that, that's do, what Odolita was supposed to be originally, but yeah, they didn't do that. I do like love that we're getting the live reaction on all the new stuff from Nayashi right now because he hasn't heard any of this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, some of the stuff I haven't heard of, heard because like the last two weeks have been super busy with all the wedding planning and whatnot. So. Dude, I, I literally had to double take when they announced this because I was like, wait, winter 2021? They're announcing <laughs> a region that they know for sure is not going to be out until winter of next year, so 18 months from now. Cool. And I'm you excited. called it. You called it too before you started. Uh, before uh, the Hydel Ball started, you were like, "I just hope they announce another region before we get Odalita." Yeah. <laughs> I need a new region on the map before we get the old region. Um. Oh, and also on that note, another thing that they didn't really commit to, but they just kind of vaguely talked about was uh reducing the amount of time it takes to bring content from kr to the other servers yeah not something worth discussing just something i wanted to point out they said that we do know it takes a really long time we're trying to make it not take as long of a time basically they also were bragging about how their numbers are up everywhere that they pearl abyss takes over publishing and yeah, deep, yeah. deep down, they hate Cacao and Red Fox. <laughs> they didn't say that last part. But it was hilarious how they had this whole section where they were like, we're so grateful that we get to partner with these amazing companies. And they talked like Cacao and like Red Fox or whatever. And then like 
five minutes later, they're like, the player base has massively improved in yeah. regions where we've kicked out a publisher yeah. and took over control of ourselves. They're like, con- <laughs> concurrent player base increases uh, skyrocketed here, 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 and here, all the places. And they're like, uh, we would love to talk about North American NA, but we don't really get as much money from that because of the shit publisher named Kakao. So fuck them. It was almost like they were like in direct competition with Kakao. It's actually <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that's. A very, very telltale sign that they probably will basically try to say, give them like impossible like uh, metrics to hit, and then it say that, well, you guys aren't doing a good job. So, I mean, people have been assuming for a couple of years now that the contract has got to be running out soon, right? If it's a like a standard average contract between the two of them, and also Frosty brought up a good point that Cacao is the one that is, uh, publishing Elyon, and that might be because they either know or suspect mm. that their time of publishing BDO is coming to an end. Which, if you don't know what Elyon is, it's another KR MMO that's coming out like next year, I think. On the brand new Unreal yeah. Engine 3. On the brand new Unreal Engine 3. Did you see that meme I posted, by the way, Frosty? Mm, probably not. Maybe? What was How it? How dare you? Posted. I'm very upset. I posted it in... Uh, I can't get I to it. it. There's like a paywall or something. A paywall, huh? Hold on. Yeah, I was like, wait, this says I need to subscribe to Rosler's Patreon to Hold see... On. Copy link. What? Here, I'll just I'll link it in this chat so you can see it. Right there. Okay. Uh-oh. It's a meme about me? Can I post it? Is this inappropriate? Okay, here we go. No, 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 no. You'll like it. You'll like All it. Right. Frosty, this is me. Let me a little stick figure me. This is my game. Blue Hole. Elyon. There's Elyon down there drinking. Game dev. Frosty. I look a little skeptical. Game dev guy is sweating. And then I'm looking at the game dev guy. And then the Elyon guy says, is Bubble UE3 is still relevant game engine or relevant engine for a game in 2020. And he's just a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Reslar misses having his uh, day job. So <laughs> <laughs> this is my day job. Uh, yeah. So uh, Alien looks kind of good. I, I'm only worried about the, the Unreal Engine, but the rest of it looks kind of fun to me. Anyway, moving on. So what was the last thing we talked about here? Um, new area. Someone asked, is it going to be like literally in the sky? I think you can get to it through mountains, but the way they described it sound, sounded like it's going to be higher up than just like mountains. I think they're going to make it actually look like wherever you are on the map, you'd be able to see it kind of thing, which I think would actually be cool just for effect. Unless you play on my setting. Unless you play on Reslar settings, then all you can see is the blade of grass right in front of you and nothing else. <laughs> it's just two pixels. It's just two green pixels. It's not even really a blade of grass, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, so after the new area, they also said... They had a quote about PvP modifiers that one of their, when they were talking about the global app changes, one of the things that they did is they changed um, these hidden modifiers and ratios, and it made it difficult for them to communicate stuff and hard for us to understand what the patch notes actually did. And they said that um, they've come to the realization that um, most of their player base is now graduating eighth grade and can read and ask questions. So what they're going to do to help us now that we can read and ask questions is, and I quote, 
We now believe that our adventures won't be so easily swayed for these figures, as they too, well, let me pull this up on screen, as they too have had plenty of experience and understanding of Black Desert, which is why we are also planning to reveal as much of the details as possible. So we're supposed to hear or see a little bit more information when it comes to damage uh, ratios, damage modifiers, and PvP, maybe PvE as well, who knows. So hopefully... Uh, that gets changed uh, soon. Please, for the love of fucking God. Please. Let us know. I, for me, I'm like, all right, I want to know what all, what are all of our base stats. I would also love to know why, but I'd love like just their thinking on it. But what are all of our base stats? What are the damage ratios? How does it affect PvP and PvE? And then also show us the amount of damage that's reduced in PvP on every single skill so we know. If... If blade spin is reduced by 55%, I want to know that. So that way the damage numbers and multipliers actually mean something to us, you know? That'd be cool. Um, so that was one thing. And then, yeah, I think that's that's it, it, it for like the big announcements, right? Is there uh, yeah. I is think there anything else everything. we're missing that we didn't get to that, that was uh, I'm, important? I'm positive there's something we missed, but... yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Na, NAEU stuff. Oh, the the tournament thing. Oh yeah, they they want to have a global tournament where there's like brackets or I don't know what the hell qualifiers maybe. Who knows? But another really vague thing that they didn't really give any information on. But basically, the gist of it is they seem like they want to try and get server versus server PvP. They're starting with like uh I, I don't remember the two regions, but two Taiwan regions that, and Southeast Asia, I believe. Oh, uh, is that Taiwan and SEA, I guess. Something and because like uh, they're right next to each other, I'm assuming. I don't know. And uh yeah, so they're doing something like that. I think it would be cool if they kind of set up like an actual esports thing, but uh I doubt they will because that's a lot of money and usually doesn't pan out well. Look at uh, Heroes of the Storm, Lawbreakers, Gigantic, many games that try to force some sort of competitive scene just fall apart instantly because it is not very profitable. Except for StarCraft 2 and League of Legends and Fortnite. And oh, a lot of them pull it off, but a lot of them don't. A lot of them fail. It's all right. I mean, I'd be cool if they tried something. Whatever. I think it, I, mean, I think it would be cool. And for the record, I do think it could be successful because the PvP in this game is the reason I think most people play it. I know people are like, ah, oh, there's a lot of life skillers. I think most people in this game play it for the combat. Maybe they like grinding instead of PvPing, but the combat I think is the main pool for most people in this game. And I think a very good chunk of those people are interested in PvP. Right. So. If, I think it would be. I think people, if they ran an actual PA sponsored PvP regular tournament where it was basically ran essentially like an esport, I think people would watch that. I think it would be very interesting to watch, like, you know, what if the number one, uh, you know, 1v1 player from KR fought the number one 1v1 player from fucking uh, NA, you know? It, it would be awesome. I mean, I think a cool tournament idea would be like every region has, like, a qualifier and like the top three players maybe from each region get flown out or the top two or whatever and then they're all in a bracket like together with every country at an actual land 
That would be awesome as fuck, actually. Yeah. That would be really fucking cool. Yeah, that's not like like how esports are done. Yeah, that's however, what I mean. like that would however, be interesting. Um, provided or so long as the uh, precision crystals are not in the main hand weapon on trial characters, the tournament is useless to me and means nothing. Did I actually die on us? I actually No, uh, I'm sorry, I had me. But yeah, no, that the the fucking precisions. Yep. The tournament. Precisions. The tournament idea is you know nice, but they they do half measures on it, like. They don't really. They they don't full commit to it. Like if you're gonna do it, just fucking go all the way with it. Because you don't know if how big of a, you know, market there is for it unless you just give it a full try. And they haven't really done that. Kakao's been the only one that's really done it. Um, for at least versus NA versus EU, right? Mm-hmm. That was a Kakao based one. And that actually yeah. had a lot of hype behind it. And there's quite yeah. a bit of viewership cool. behind it. Even I don't know what kind of... Wasn't it the EU guys couldn't come or whatever? So it's just like... Dude, there was one player on the EU guys team that had an issue it. with their passport or something like that. It was they literally couldn't... the fucking strongest guy on their team, too. That's the thing. It was that one dude. Um, Oh, my God. What was his name? That fucking Zerker. I don't know. Their team was fucking weird. In the end, they ended up having like a dark knight on their team. Yeah, they had to they had to pull a filler in. I don't know. It was odd. Yeah. So but yeah, like it was kind of scuffed. Like that would be cool. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be cool. I mean, like Yellow recently fought uh, one of the ninja streamers uh, on KR for in the global labs for just for fun and. Um, obviously, Global Labs is a very piss poor example of how the server stability should be. Yeah, and it's uh, like weird latency. It was right? pretty one sided, like, kind of based in EU, so it's like laggy for everybody <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, um, but it's it's worse, I think, for KR than it is for NA. So check this out. Um, I also think on trial characters, just so like if they're going to have trial turn one, like number one priority, we got to get precision crystals in the main hand back. Like that is like key or just remove resist from the game, please. Or give precision crystals back, whatever, either one, something, please. Two, I think because all the trial characters look the same. If you have a trial character and you own a costume on for that character and it's in your inventory and open, like not sellable in the marketplace, you should have access to that costume on your trial character. So you can like customize your look. Because I feel like that personalization is a little bit of, like, kind of important in tournaments. You know, like how people look yeah. and whatever, I, I think is kind of cool. So hopefully they can change that, too. Cause... And a one-click learn-all skills button when making a trial character would be nice. Oh, my God. Um. All right. I think I think that's it. I think we got to move on to the comments. I don't think we have anything uh, really else. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I don't think so. Particularly. Okay, Eumenidai says, if you're talking about the 3v3 tournament, the DK was the only original team member. The other two guys had visa issues. Oh, okay. Visa issues. That's what, that sucks, yeah. dude. Yeah, yep. I knew that team was weird, too. I was like, because I, I watched the whole EU side of the bracket, and I was like, oh, dude, this is going to be so good. I actually think EU's going to win this. And then when I was watching the actual TwitchCon finals, I was like, what team is this? This team is not the team that won. What the hell? This is weird. But like, 
you can't tell me people wouldn't be interested in it because like how successful i mean i know that there's a lot of drama surrounding it but the vsl was like very popular mm-hmm. whenever it was like running yeah the only I reason mean... it it didn't stop running because it wasn't popular it stopped running because people were actually turbo griefing dr positive for no yeah. fucking reason and like also think back to like before the servers merged whenever uh i think it was blade hosted the tri-server tournament like People love fighting people from like other like the 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 in this case it would be regions but like at that point it was the servers because there's like a sense of like team a sense of uh I mean usually I use this word in a bad way but in this course in this case it's a good way like tribalism like yeah I'm rooting for NA because I'm from NA you know I want NA to win so I hope it beats the the fucking the KR guy or the Japanese yeah. guy or the South American guy. Like, that's right. why esports work. That's why worlds are always so popular. It's because, like, even people that casually watch esports will oftentimes turn into, like, the soccer, like, the World Cup. Or they'll turn into... Say the soccer moms. <laughs> the soccer moms, no. Like, the World Cup. Or people will tune into, uh, like, the fucking... Uh, what's it called? What's Dota's called? Um, fuck. I don't remember what it's called. They're, like, world's uh, equivalent. In League of Legends, it's just called Worlds. <laughs> like, those things are always so right. popular. WCS and StarCraft 2, when they play at BlizzCon, people watch yeah. that shit. Even people that don't play the, the game. The International. Anymore. The International. Yeah, 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 yeah. The International. Yeah, that's what it's called in Dota 2. Like, people, like, even casual players love watching that shit because, like, it's not like they really need to pay attention to the team. They're like, yeah, I'm they're casual the and they're vicariously living through them. That's why. Yeah, they're like, I'm rooting for the team from my fucking region. Like, of course. Yeah. Um, agreed. People will be into it. Also, if it gets attention, it might bring in new players. People are like, wait, I didn't know there was a fighting game aspect to it. I think it would be good publicity, honestly, if it went well. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm going to read through the comments. I'm going to change this up a little bit. Someone brought up a good point, and I agree. Um, I'm going to read the comments from the oldest to newest and not the other way around because it kind of fucks with context a little bit or rather okay. a lot of it doing it backwards so um yeah that's fine doesn't yeah. really matter either way uh, also uh yep i'm uploading more videos to the youtube channel so if you're interested in random bullshit go check that out i'm starting to do patch notes uh tldrs trying to make them slightly entertaining while keeping them a minute or under preferably so those are pretty useful if you don't like reading patch notes. And last week, uh, the random video was me and Nayashi playing Shadow Arena for the first time since it came out. And how did don't that go, it. Nayashi? Don't play it. <laughs> Just don't save yourself. Like it, it's, I don't. It, it's like they. It was fun, and when it was actually incorporating BDO, it's just the the hackers and whatnot were the problem. And then they took it out, and then they just made that shit. Yeah, uh, I don't know. They, there were some things that they did right. I think there was but... a lot, like all the desync that you deal with in BDO was in there too. It's just like really, guys, you guys didn't didn't learn at all. Yeah, the lag. The lag was like unbearable actually it's at some points i mean I, like there was i didn't understand the protections on the abilities because they didn't work ever well there like, are none did, <laughs> first of all well no they but, stay they say on their super armor and this iframe on this and you never feel the protections you always get hit and cc'd in them 
And even yeah. if it's a case where maybe you had to fully rank it up in order to get those protections, I could understand. It doesn't state that. And I've had multiple abilities ranked up fully and still never felt the protections. I still I, I still maintain uh, that the whole mechanic of... So Shadow Arena has this really weird mechanic where if you auto-attack someone that is using an unprotected ability, it will cancel the ability. I do not understand why that mechanic exists. That seems like the worst fucking mechanic I have ever experienced in any video game ever. I understand that there is a level of skill associated with it if you become really good at timing your auto attacks to cancel abilities that you know they're going to be using off cooldown. So there is some skill involved with it, but my issue with it is that it is just not fun. It is the most unfun mechanic I have ever experienced in any video game ever. Because it basically just results in us spamming left click. I do not understand why they thought that was a good addition to the game. So please remove that. Please switch oh, the and flag, the, and then the I will party, play the game. The party system it's got reduced to two. Yeah, which was weird. I, I don't think, really get that. I do have to disagree with you on the most unfun ever. I think the Red Ring of Death on Xbox was the most unfun mechanic. <laughs> is that a mechanic? I don't yeah. know if I'd call that a mechanic. It was basically designed for fun. So anyway, if you want to see me and I actually trying out uh, Shadow Arena, we actually almost won one game. So that was fun. Mostly because like Reslar fucking just I got pulled, gear it, pulled it out of his ass and <laughs> was yeah. doing amazing on a... But did, what was it, I, Succession Warrior or Awaken Warrior? No, it was pre-Awaken. Yeah, it was pre-Awaken. But... Uh, Dude, when I went back and looked at that, I literally, that whole last fight, I never used a pot. And I probably uh, could have uh, I did. But yeah, it was our you were strong enough. He was having a hard time killing you. It was combo. our second game ever. It was like yeah. so, like, we did not know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, we were fighting Blade and his partner. Blade both yeah. was. And, and they were, partner. like, way better than us. Oh, yeah, and the, the Q times. Oh, my God. Q simulator for sure. There's oh, not yeah, enough players playing it. The Q times were horrible, which, like, at first it was fine because we were trying to learn the game. Yeah. So I didn't deal, mind. After a few times of that, we're just like, okay. Yeah, I didn't mind spending some time trying to learn the game. But, uh, yeah, after, like, the, the very first time we waited 30 minutes, I was like, okay, let's, let's get a move on here. I'm ready to go. Yep. PSA, Vel, in 40 minutes. No one cares. <clears throat> yes, they do. Um, all right. Uh, no, no comments. No comments on that video. You meant to die. Yeah, we got like six, 50, 60 comments on this, so we'll be a, a little busy here. All right, here we go. Comment number one from Whitney. He was the first one. He says, loved it. Jules uh, said, heart. Fired Up Wing says, pot piece drama was the most entertaining uh, thing this entire week. The fake quotes channel the GMs Jules made on said Discord. Heart. Yeah, I don't, is this from the drama know. part? The the how he took the podcast or something? I don't think that's the he, Jules. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's it's him because doesn't he have a YouTube channel? And this I think he does. does. I yeah, I yeah. think he does have his own YouTube channel. Um, that is actually D Jules. The fake uh the fake quotes channel the GMs made on Discord was actually amazing. Friend of mine is at 128 hours with no pot piece dropped, so no worries. It can get much worse. XD. Also. Are you aware that the event going for the pot piece and other spots than the normal ones is currently not working and will be resumed after this patch, just in case you were grinding the wrong s spots? And uh, yeah, and then he linked GM Do's comment on the piloting oh. thing that we opened up last okay. week. Um, 
It's Pride says, wait, I'm confused. Only two hours and 48 minutes of comment, or of content. Are the other two hours locked behind a paywall? Wow. <laughs> uh, edit, you're welcome for setting you up to talk about Patreon, Reslar. I got you. There you go, Res. Window open. Wait, what's what's gated by a paywall? Wait, is that are we just doing a Patreon plug in the middle of the comments? He says that's what he uh, this comment that's what he wants for. Is that what the commenter wants? <laughs> well, if that's what the commenter insists, then I will go ahead. So we set up a Patreon. Oh, I won't God. bore you. I won't bore you guys with the detail. There's a Patreon if you want to support us uh, monetarily and help us create more content. You can go there and check it out. There's tiers ranging from one dollar to twenty dollars. So. Yeah. Um, or if you, you know, you, you just, you know, want to get this cool shirt that uh, Reslar's making. Yeah, right, right, Reslar? Cool shirt. Yeah, dude. I'm a shirt maker. <laughs> making a value pack shirt. He, he's, crea- he's creating a pod of the value pack podcast costume task force. <laughs> it's going to be sick. Please. Where we please. make coats and hats. The uh, value pack is getting its own, uh, its own task force for costume creation. In real life. Max Punch says the only person the EU siege scene follows is Lord Schlery. I don't know who that is. Schlery. Uh, Bob Joe says on the topic of gear and 1v1s. In BA, I basically exclusively exclusively drop AP because if I don't, I'll be Pepega when I actually fight actual Cho slash Snake players. Usually if someone's 330 DP or so, I drop to 265 and then down to even 220, 230 for the soft cap DP players. I found that on Suck Sork, and then parentheses, obviously high damage, but many many classes are too. Especially in 1v1, there's so much more damage that can be done in a combo, and less experienced players just do their add-ons and fillers. Well, that's very kind of you, Bob Chung. The people that are beating you because of that appreciate it. West J. Finn <laughs> says, how to calculate your probability for enhances after a certain number of attempts. Oh, and then he gives a bunch of formula on how to do that. Thank you so much. Um... For those interested, screenshot that right here if you want to figure out your chances. Um, Alexander uh, LaFortune says, if you need to hop on your own horse instead of uh, two-seaters, use mouse movement toward the location of your horse and it will force select your own horse. I'll have to try that. I don't know exactly how he means, but I'll fuck with mouse movement and see. It generally is the solution to everything, isn't it? Fuck with Pretty mouse much. movement and you will you will be... Yeah, just woke. You'll be woke. We decided not to remove mouse movement from the game because it's the only way to get on your own horse. Share my feed says, <laughs> would you guys nerf awaken long grab range and or the cooldown? If so, would you also have buffs for other catches? For example, reducing Salpuri purge cooldown by half, currently 24 seconds, making Symbidium a quicker CC and allowing you to turn our sacred dance without mouse movement. I'm on console, so this one is particularly annoying to me because we don't have the mouse movement and make it cancelable. Keep in mind the grab isn't protected and is on a 12 second cooldown. Um, I mean, in our hypothetical land where all grabs get increased cooldown. I would rather increase the cooldown because the lawn grab range is unique, but I, I still have a little bit of a problem with the width of the grab, not so much the range. I, I think that one of the challenges of grabbing people when you are a grab class is getting to a point where they're lined up directly with your character and you press E to grab them. Like they have to be like lined up. And with it being a wide range, kind of removes that challenge. So for me personally, I, I'm not a fan of that part of it. I would narrow it a little bit, 
but yeah, it increased the cooldown on it with everything else, with all the other cooldowns. Um, as for buffs on other catches, Salpuri Purge getting reduced by half is absurd. Like, that actually absurd. That skill is no. Um, maybe reduce it to the succession version, 18 seconds, but I don't know about reducing it to 12. Um, and Sacred Dance without mouse movement, I'm always for... If the camera can move it, it should move it. Um, honestly. For skills like Sacred Dance, yeah, yeah, I don't think you should have to mouse move Sacred Dance. It it feels clunky and stupid. Uh, your guys' thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on any of that? Uh, yeah, I pretty much agree with you. I don't, I don't really like the width. The range doesn't necessarily bother me, especially since it's, it's not like I'm being grabbed very often from like ten meters out. Like they're usually still fairly close. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. It's it's literally just the width that annoys the shit out of me personally yeah because i can be like borderline behind them and still being grabbed and i'm like okay well yeah one of the one of the things that makes it difficult for people to grab is like if i'm against a grab class i'm keeping in mind like i gotta try to make sure they can't just face me easily and press e you know if i'm gonna play close or play risky i have to like be moving around them and that like removes that as an option and i I dislike that um so yeah uh, Ad Abdihawk says, "Don't believe screenshots, kids." I'm gonna use that uh, that quote in court. Poggers. Um, Keso it's a good quote. It's a great quote. Keso eighty one says, "Rip Nayashi and Gratz, or Rip Nayashi, Gratz and Rip." Hope you can avoid the wife aggro in the future. Wait till the baby comes as well. GG. Oof. Nayashi. Any thoughts? He's being turbo griefed by Zerker again, yeah, I think. I think Nayashi's trying on a wedding dress right now. <laughs> Tiber Septum says, Yo, thanks for the content. Uh, recently found your channel. I've been listening to everything. Two hours grinding flies by now. When oh, I you guys couldn't hear to me? You guys. No, we couldn't. You, you were muted. Uh, I was fighting a Zerker, actually. It was oh, Teeks. I knew it. <laughs> but uh, um, I'm also fighting everyone else over here. No, it, it's not a big rip. Uh <laughs> You know, there's gonna be some changes. You know, now as far as like content, whatnot, it's it'll be fine. Why do you think he's pushing so hard to get extra gear right now? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there's gonna be no chance in the future. Nope. Um, Do y'all do y'all do y'all have uh, do y'all have plans to have like kids in our issue, or is it like whatever down the road? We'll think about it later, sort of thing. She's fucking crazy. She wants three. Oh Jesus! I do not want three. I said one to two. And are you going to disown your child if they end up playing like a uh, not Maywa? <laughs> nah, they'll they'll be fine. Nah, if, she... if, if if I'm being honest, if uh, if the woman even lets them see what a video game is, I'll be surprised. <laughs> would Yikes. would your wife be willing to put together a childbearing task force where in which you get <laughs> one what? new child per person in the relationship per week? that's no that's a big no-no all right it's just a thought um yeah tiber septum said thanks for the content recently found the channel helps us grind appreciate it tiber glad you like it uh steven uh sosabi says i'm at 100 hours at ronero so 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 but got my blood wolves part in five hours five hours at leaf guys and another five at guards dude feels bad you yeah dude you owe it. The Ronero, you're paying at Ronaros now, man. I hope it goes to 250 hours. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. KC81 says, you guys uh, need to read the comments from oldest to newest. Gotcha. You're right. By the way, Black Spirit Adventure is rigged. 
I caught on this early, but before they modified the Black Spirit inventory to hide this, when you roll the dice, you'll find the item it lands on your mailbox before the dice even finish rolling. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the dice roll is just an animation. It rolls like the that's second true. you click it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> I know that that has to be a joke, right? There's no, no way. That is how it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you can tell, like, when you, when you roll the dice, like, you get... Before no, the dice no, I'm even... saying that comment. What do you mean? The the comment saying that it's rigged because it's already in your mail. Oh, oh I see, I see. Well. Is that an elaborate troll? <clears throat> I see what you I, I, mean. Like, it's still random, like it even though the dice roll is just an animation. Yes, is what you're exactly, saying. yes. But I, I did the, the other the day. Second, the second you click the button to quote-unquote play the game, it instantly knows what you're going to get, and everything else is just animation for people who are not aware. Yeah. I was two hours into my grind the other day. I have video evidence of this. Two hours into grinding Stars in, and I had on my buff bar the attack speed buff plus two, um, cast speed buff plus two, and um, which what was the other one? It's like gathering <laughs> or something. Like I had, I literally had three plus two buffs on my buff bar that I got in four rolls. Like in four rolls, I landed on the buffs three times. This shit's been happening to me so much since the Shikatsu or whatever the luxury boxes got added, and it tilts me. Um, Dude, Chad yeah. just had an interesting point. If I uh, if I get three kids, then I can rotate my, uh, my grinding on BDO. Yeah, well, think about it. There's 24 <laughs> hours in a day, right? You have three kids each doing eight hours. You're kind of set. But wait, aren't they going to ban piloters? Well, not, no, it's my IP. Yeah, not if it's within the home. In fact, they encourage yeah. it. Ah, they encourage it. <laughs> yeah, they encourage <laughs> it. Um, they say it's just a, a, a cool strategy. Igor Falaswetsky. I fucked that up, I know. The outro song gets me every time. What's the name of the band? It is called Hello Stranger. It's the band I play in. I play drums in that band. That. Um Fire, fired up wings says about the dk wheel comment you cannot cancel out of wheel of fortune with nocturne you can cancel it with airstrike and awake only parts of it or dusk iframe and suck also if you guys insist on the suck difference on kuno please remember it on dk too because wakes dk damage exists before 269 ap all right fired up wings first of all when we were talking about DK in both the last two weeks on the comments, it was in reference to Succession DK because Awakened DK no longer exists. All right? Yeah. I, I'm talking about Succession DK. And also, I think originally, I don't think I don't know if you specified Awakening. So I don't I didn't know you were talking. I just assumed you all play Succession. I've not seen an Awakened DK in months. Since Succession came out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. And right, in Succession, gotta... you, you can. You got to head out? Uh, no, no, I got, I got to interrupt this moment. Okay. Fucking suck, sort one hundred percent stun range is fucking stupid. 100% what stun the range. fucking shit? What do you mean one hundred percent stun range? Do you mean the bloody the AOE, thing? the 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 ticks, the the damn ticks? That shit is so far the distance it can travel. Yeah, or the the range. I mean, like holy actual fuck. All right, go ahead, continue. Nashi. Uh, you're on a 30 second timeout. All right, so try <laughs> try Konex says. Uh, since you talk about damage nerfs, 
I recently rolled to Archer to fight in backline without need to be a PA bot. I really hate how people claim archers are broken. Any decent player can kill archer. Doesn't matter the class. Range damage is only a thing. Uh, is only thing they are supposed to have. Being glass cannon, now they are supposed to become just glass. Regardless, full bloom that people complain about is what actually deserves the nerf. They suggest 44%. I suggest buff 22%, but only one arrow can apply on one target. This then becomes a volley, uh, as we know with most games, not full-on uh, OP melee skill. TLDR, changer, just nerf blooming, don't nerf archer as a whole. Uh, you're, you're not wrong. Although I, I wouldn't... There's a little implication here that archer's not a good class, and it's definitely very, very strong. And yeah, blooming, yeah. blooming is really the only problem when it comes to their damage. That's full just bloom. like absurd. Yeah, full bloom, sorry. Um... Yeah, and Sarok points out, by the way, Archer has nine protected CCs with no BSR. Yeah. You know, any it's class can kill disgusting. them easily. Uh, I'll tell you one class that can't kill an Archer that knows how to play easily. Uh, Kuno. Awaken Kuno. Succession Kuno, yeah. You can gap close. Awaken Kuno, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just slowly half moon slash and unprotected lunar dash towards you while you kill me slowly. It's... Uh, yeah, also, you hear that, Shies? You can kill archers just fine. You just have to not be dog shit. <laughs> you didn't mean shy, obviously. Uh, well, he should have said that, because otherwise no, assholes like me are going to point it out. <laughs> I mean, there are a few classes that, that struggle uh, against archer, too. Like, striker mystic is not easy against an archer. I know you say it can be killed easily by any class, but I don't know if... Do you mean, like, killed easily as in if they catch you, you die? Because catching you is very difficult on a lot of these classes. So, uh, there are striker like really good strikers and uh, mystics that I know like actually have a miserable time trying to catch up to a good archer. Um, Zero H says totally agree with Rez on blade on the blades underestimating the usefulness of an on-demand SA movement chase and low CD skills. Grab classes are always gated by something. Even ninjas that have better movement and stamina sustain than Musa Maze have a lot. To worry about including movement and combo skill cooldowns that Musa may don't have to worry about. Like Kyrim said, we're given the luxury of not having to worry about what we're doing and focus on the opponent the entire fight. With that said, you also have to understand the helplessness when we go up against guardians, archers, hey, archers in there too, uh, succession whiz, lawn, and other classes that can just keep brain deadly, rotate SA, AOE, range damage skills, and blows up with the RPGs and grenades and SHAs <laughs> while we have to play mind games to find that three fa frames of opening to punish. Sure, I don't think grabs is a free win in these cases either, and you still have to carefully time your grab, but you have so much more options than three frames of openings with FG's SA being openings. I'm not saying we need a grab, but give us something to deal with these classes, more iframes, or higher protected damage. Makes no sense to me that all these range classes do twice the damage melee classes can, and we can't avoid any of it. Well, that's why I said before, the biggest problem with Awakening Mewa is chip damage. You can't do anything to a class if they just sit in super armor. Right. We don't I, need a grab. This is the type of thinking that that I like. Like, this is what I agree with. Like, the problem isn't... Like, all right. I, I almost feel like part of the frustration with grabs is... Okay, so one, when you get caught by a grab, it's awful, right? Like, you don't like it. But the other thing is, <laughs> when you're up against a class like Guardian, you feel like you can't do anything. And that is a separate issue than grabs. 
like that's a separate issue that needs that's to be because resolved. Because of their protections, right? That's a separate and their issue damage output with their protections that needs to be resolved on its own, like completely isolated from grabs. You know what I mean? Oops. I um, mean, I also like. Plus, we all in reference all, to that. It's like to. I mean, yeah, ninjas as their example was. Um, ninjas do have to watch cooldowns on and things and whatnot, but I mean, what, they they think I'm not watching cooldowns either. Like, I have to watch when my my chase iframe is up, and I can't even really utilize it when I need to a lot of the times because. Oh shit! Zethian's raiding. Thanks, Zethian. Oh, nice. Um, Appreciate it, man. Zethian with a big raid. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, it's... Mm -hmm. it, to suggest that we're not watching cooldowns either, we're also watching your cooldowns because of the, the limitations we have, like what they mentioned, on the openings to for us to exploit because we don't have a skill that literally ignores all protections besides iframe. So we have to pay attention to not only some of our abilities, maybe not on the scale as say Ninja, as the example was, but we also have to pay attention to your abilities. Right. We have to know what you're doing. And I know other classes have to do that too. I'm not suggesting yeah, that's yeah. not the case. It's just like to, for for people to just say, oh, you're just the, the right-click class. You don't have to fucking do anything. you like OP, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Like That kind of thinking is just fucking ignorant. And See, you know, but, it's also it's also ignorant for me to suggest like, oh, you just grab and you just win and that's it. You know, like, I don't yeah. I don't really just say that. I might joke around and say that, but I don't really honestly feel right. that way. My it's just, my motivation for it has always stemmed from when people say like, because you have a grab, you don't have to learn what your opponent is doing yeah, or what their yeah. class does. And it's like, mm, no. But while I, I do agree, grab cooldown should be increased. And something should be done where like Moose's and Mewa should be able to fight against a Guardian and figure that matchup out. But, but I don't. That's more on the Guardian end, right? Than but the that's Moose more on. End. Yeah, on I mean, yeah. like, I actually did a fight with um, someone recently who's really, really skilled Guardian. Most Guardians, I don't really have much trouble with. Um, but um, and we did the fight. It was Suck Mewa versus uh, Waking Guardian, and they just rotated their super armors like you know properly, like they should. Most Guardians. Surprisingly, don't. Um, so <laughs> yeah, and I say surprisingly, it's very sarcastically. Dude, but uh, whenever a guardian it, uses the that slow running skill where they grab both their yes. their axe with both hands and they do it aggressively at a ninja or kuno, just know you're getting block jumped and it's over. Yeah, well, it's like I can use four blind thrust on their back, and that's a catch for us too. Especially Dude, in awakening when they do that, that they pick up their shit and they start charging at you. Most guardians yeah. actually do that for some reason, and it's just like, okay, that's a free catch. So I haven't done, uh, I haven't been doing RBF for a while, and mm -hmm. I recently started doing it again because I got my uh, my gear back. And for some reason, all of the RBF guardians just think they can like forward F into the enemy ball. I I, I guess they're just not used to like me being there because I'm just gonna grab you. And you're you're yeah. dead. And that's literally what I did. I did like five RBFs in a row, and it was the same like three guardians on the enemy team that they would either like have all their cooldowns up, their e buff up, or I guess like their hundred percent or something, and they would just just like sprint <laughs> into the ball, and I just see them running into me. I just grab them. 
I'm like, what are you doing? I, like- I, I wish they would change the animation on that, on their Ford F, to be like, where they, they put their axe up and then like a Flintstone car just appears around them and they're like <laughs> thrusting it forward with their feet in the dirt. Um, all right. So Spirit of Sun says, new to BDO, uh, been watching for a while. I want to give my opinions uh, from a new player perspective. As a new player, piloting seems tempting because barrier to entry to the game is rough in general. Now there is an event for gear so easy to start. For me personally, the idea of someone else logging into my Steam is a big yikes though. Also, I don't think gear plays a factor, um, but I think I do think gear plays a factor, but isn't the end all be all. I have low AP, like 250, but like now uh, that I can attempt to compete with other players, I don't feel so trash about the game's PvP. It really does come down to how well you know the matchups. As someone that is learning Sork, which is probably the worst first class to choose, I can confidently say that all my fights that I have lost in open world have been due to me just going in for unprotected damage like a monkey or getting caught because I didn't know what the class could do. Grabs are annoying, but for me it's annoying because as a Sork, I know that I should never be caught by one, but I do dislike the glitchiness of them. I've been caught in Shadow Leap more than once, and it takes some other players telling me about desync for me to realize that Shadow Leap isn't supposed to be a skill they can catch me in. Um, but that's a desync issue, not tech necessarily grabs. Yeah, yeah that's not that's, that's not what he anything says. on. <clears throat> um, yeah. Yeah, Sork is hard to learn for first class for sure. That's a it's hard to like dive in on a Sork, but don't worry, eventually you'll never get grabbed again. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah, just, <laughs> you know. Maybe um, also, maybe after week two you you're good to go. I do find it funny how like uh you know, so many people not necessarily uh a lot of our comments, but I know a lot of people feel like grabs are such an instant win and all all you do is press E and you just win the fight. And you would think that would result in grab classes being, like, extremely powerful and, like, dominating over non-grab classes. And yet, consistently, one of the strongest classes in the game right now and basically forever is Sork, which does not have a grab. Yeah. Well, kind of, all right. Uh, well, you huh, want to okay. know why? Because they have a mechanic that literally lets them avoid grabs at almost every instance. You have an iframe? <laughs> You're the best iframe in the game, Maywa. <laughs> Shut up, Maywa. Don't speak out of turn, Maywa. You have an iframe. All right. All right. I'm I'm going on mute now. Just R and B. He's gonna he's gonna scream into his pillow right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, man. yeah. That's a part of it. Is Sork is so like fucking invincible, right? And and this state of the game where everyone has so much gear. Like, back in the day, iframes, yeah, they were still very good, but they weren't so much better over, like, super armors or frontal guards. But now everybody has 300 fucking AP, and iframes are the only, like, protection that is actually really, really safe. Like, you can still die standing up in super armor. You can still have your frontal just get exploded because everyone has so much gear now. iframes are the only one that keeps you completely safe. Yeah, which is why Sorks have the potential that they do, because they just don't take that chip damage that a lot of other classes do. Yeah. Right. You have there is no game plan versus Sorks except you have to catch them in their unprotected abilities. That's it. You can't just like change up your, your stance on how you're gonna fight them and be like, I have more AP than them. I can fucking burst them in their super armors. You can't really do that as effectively as you can versus other classes. 
they do have like like what one or two super armor abilities and like one or two frontal guards. I think depending on which kit you are, right, Frosty? On um, like best sword. Yeah. They have unlimited everything, dude. All right, so <laughs> just like <laughs> Maywalls, <laughs> uh, Awaken Sork is like, yeah, they have so they have a really good frontal guard just because their iframe is a lingering frontal guard after it when you're in Awakening. It's crazy. It's good. It, I mean, it's like it's fine. Whatever. I, I've always said like, I don't know. Sork is is weird because like as people get better at fighting against Sork, it feels like a little bit less shitty. But it's like for lower level players, it's super difficult and, um the fact that you can't do chip damage even on a class that generally can do chip damage is what makes that matchup i think really difficult for a lot of people yeah. um i mean it's I mean, movement also... in a base gets to ignore flame towers think about how powerful that is yeah what other class can do that <laughs> like the so... flame tower goes through super armor and frontal guard yep it's basically a grab <laughs> Dude. so yeah, and you also have to keep in mind that, like, and I know a lot of people that watch regularly know this, but because I say it all the time, like, I am biased. Like, I play Zerker. I am strictly hard countered by Sork. There is not much that I can do about that class. So just keep that in mind as well, that everything I say in regards to Sork, I have my biases. And if I played, like, fucking Ninja or something, I'd probably have a different opinion. But Sork is a class that hard counters the fuck out of me because of their iframes. Yeah, because you're a tree hugger. I don't like tree huggers. <laughs> yeah, Sorks <laughs> want to kill the environment. You heard it here first. Yeah. Um. All right, let's see. Wait, where did I leave off? Spirit of the Sun. Yeah, this guy. Okay. Andre says, as a Guardian main, I don't think increasing cooldowns is a great idea. It might affect Guardian PvE, but I don't know. I'd rather PA remove the slows or some shit. Great podcast, as yes. always, my dudes. Fucking Andre yeah. and the slows. That would change a lot in that fight. Wait, hey, what about the slows? He's they saying... need to increase, like, they need to increase or remove one of the super arms so they can't just chain it so easily. But the, the slows are a problem. I I I don't agree. I've seen a lot of people say that they should remove the slows. Also a common uh, thing with Suck Wizard as well. I actually don't think they should remove the slows. I think that slow stacking as a mechanic just needs to fucking go. Slow stacking is just miserable. It's not yeah, fun. That doesn't it fix makes... that, that particular class's but it, it, oppressiveness. You can... You can nerf slows, though, but a lot of issues with large scale is slow stacking. If you get a slow on you, and then all of a sudden there's a blizzard, and then all of a sudden there's a fucking retardando on you, and you move at the speed of fucking nothing. Like, slow stacking is just cancerous. Fuck, yeah, dude. separately, yeah. I, I just think... I, I don't and know, then you so... can just... You can nerf slows, then, at that point, like, yeah. based on, like, balance and things. You don't have to just remove them from the game. I agree, I agree, I agree. From a large scale, it would be healthier for large scale for... 100 percent uh the yeah so last last week when we talked about it i was saying like i still am like i'm not 100 percent into like nerfing guardian yet because I, I don't like the idea of jumping on a nerf super early when maybe things will change or feel different later on especially with all these balance changes that are coming but um i just think i would rather cooldowns be increased than an ability to be removed entirely that's that's my only thing like for example if you're a mystic main i think any mystic that plays awakening mystic 
or and has played it forever, would gladly have taken Twisted Collision being moved to a 14-second cooldown or a 12-second cooldown, but keep the frontal guard instead of the frontal guard being removed, and now the skill just sucks. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's kind of that's kind of my point on that. I think I mean Guardian's cooldowns are super low. I, I don't think it would affect PB that much if you had like two or three second increase in cooldown on some of the abilities. If that's what was going to help balance like long term. So I don't know, but I am weary. Like I don't want to just nerf their damage. The slows are super obnoxious. I don't love slows to begin with, but I don't know. I don't know what to do with them. Maybe just don't have it on every single skill. Maybe have yeah, it on a couple. A couple of them, yeah, but not every single skill. I don't mind I, the axe throw being like as crazy as it is because it's unprotected and it's kind of, you know, easy to catch if you're paying attention. I still but, think that the the best nerf to a guardian, honestly, would just be some small cooldown changes. Yeah. Honestly. Agreed. Um Ambitious Panda says Frosty, I hope that comment about Australians having good internet was a fucking joke. It probably was. I actually don't remember it. Um, do you guys have shitty internet out there? That's really sad. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, well, I, I think, I mean, I don't know about the quality of the internet, but I know that like playing on NA servers, there is just a certain amount of lag that you just kind of have to always be dealing with. Yeah, yeah especially NA. Um, Chibi Neko says, to add to my comment last week, if they were to add separate damage calculation for large scale only, they should consider the roles of each class, mage, assassins, and alike. Lower damage numbers on large AoE skills might encourage guilds to recruit more assassin classes rather than a full platoon of mages, because mages can deal damage and be the best support at the same time. So there's no point if one class can do all and better. Um, if they choose the PA route, um, they have less damage dealers. I think it's a fair price to pay for being protected all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree necessarily. This is on the premise that they have like a different damage modifier or different instead of the HP thing in Siege. Like make it so you can balance around 1v1, 2v2, and 3v3 exclusively and then just for large scale like in what other games do is you just have a flat like 20% damage reduction while in Siege or something. Um, but have it change based on if you're an assassin type, you should probably do a little bit more damage. But if you're frontline, maybe you do less. Um, but when you're in the ball, you don't just insta die. So you don't rely yeah. on PAs kind of thing. Um, West J Finn says the majority of these whiny commenters who get on a bullhorn screaming grabs bad are incredibly inexperienced and <laughs> intellectually stunted. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, no. I'd be willing to bet 90% of their PvP experience is at Polyforest GVGs. They refuse to spend an hour fighting someone to learn the matchup. They get dunked over and over while getting frustrated, then nerd rage and label a class OP when all they did was stand in one spot rotating essays, not understanding why they aren't number one PvP or world known in their class. Fucking mouth breathers. Damn, <laughs> harsh. Oof. <laughs> uh, Vesmir G says, I would rather, in addition to the worker system, you could call them mercs or something and hire expensive in game mercs that you can set to certain grind spots for rewards. Obviously, they shouldn't compare to what a player would make, but they actually suggested something similar was in the works years ago. I wish it happened. So, this is in response to like piloting. Maybe. Yeah, when we were talking about piloting and we said maybe an option would be to allow some sort of in-game AFK grinding, which apparently is in BDO Mobile. It's ours. But it's... where 
It's not where in BDO don't... Mobile. It is BDO Mobile. <laughs> where uh, essentially your character doesn't actually go to the spot, so it's not taking up like a spot or anything. And you're also not making the same amount of money as if you were actually grinding, but you are still making some amounts of uh, AFK money. So. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, nowadays it's not too hard to make money. It just, hell, I took like a two weeks, more or less a two weeks off because of all the wedding stuff and still made two bill just by doing turn-ins for Imperials. No, no, yes, you're right. We all could just get a Garmoth's heart every single week for a couple weeks. Hell in yeah. Row. I'm about yeah. ready to get a Vels right now. <laughs> um, uh, Tomahomey says, great content as always, guys, but regarding about the pilots, you can freely farm stars in at the moment since our hometown is on quarantine and most of the companies you see on these websites are forced closed. I mean, those companies are just two to three blocks away from my home. Lamau, XD from PH with love. I love how you say Lamau. Funny. Every time, every time I'm expecting you to say laugh my ass off, you say the mao. Like not, a, I'm not gonna, almost like a. You're engaged, and I actually stopped making a pass at me. Vesemir G <laughs> says. <laughs> Vesemir G says, uh, I play a grab class, and against most classes, I find landing a CC easier than a grab. S slows shouldn't be a thing at all. Horrible mechanic for a game that so heavily relies on muscle memory. Um. I mean, I don't think they should not be a thing at all. I mean, there's definitely an aspect fine. Of, That's how you create openings. Yeah, there's an aspect of, like, skill involved. If you run into, like, Dragon's Pit because you were being too aggressive or whatever, and now you have to adjust how you play because of the slow, I don't mind. But it, it does seem like they're adding so many slows to the game that you're, like, slowed way more often than I think people would like. Um, the Assassin said, Frosty, I got X900G bars on my second try. I want Moose to be brought as well as other classes that are falling behind Guardian Warrior. Also, when talking about Moose PvE buffs, I was referring to Moose Awakening. Um, Do the gold bar thing is like... It's messing with my heartstrings, man. <laughs> like, I, I was down like 40 mil, and then I was up like 70 mil and started feeling pretty good about it, and now I'm down like 25 or 30 mil again. I hate that shit. Because a gambler's fallacy, I have to keep going until I'm in the positive. <laughs> I'm just I'm just stalling them. I'm not even bothering. Um R9S says Kuno is so overpowered that I see a two day that I see two a day versus two thousand shy, seven hundred sorks, three thousand guardians, five hundred mooses, six hundred wait, six million ninjas. Where are my Kuno sisters at? You know, people just don't want free wins, R9S. That's why they're not playing it. Some people want to work for their wins. Uh, Kanichi Sai says, when Frosty talked about having Castle buff and was grinding an Arsha and didn't get anything, I was hoping he would say, where are my trillions? Oh, no. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Um, Triconic says, my problem with Guardian is that uh, it is so slow yet brings you to her level. She is made to work on that speed level. Other classes are not. Uh, Ash McLeod says, I'm loving the new shy music playing. I sneak up on people grinding in stars and her polys and start playing the Michael Myers theme song, or I go to the <laughs> boss fight and play Final Fantasy, Pokemon, and Golden Sun battle music. Keep an eye out for a paladin-looking mercenary. <laughs> that is funny. Mercenary. He spelled it like with shy in the name. 
Do you guys actually feel that Guardian's really slow now? Do you, do you feel mm. like it's actually slow class? I mean, it's yeah. definitely a slower class, but it's not like it's not so slow. Like it. It's not like how people originally made it out. Right. It's it's not like if you play the class that you're just getting CC'd and caught by everyone because you're slow. Like you, they have a lot of options mm-hmm. that make it help mitigate the fact that they're slow. Um. Yeah, like slowing you down to their level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dark Shadow says I skipped most of the book two most of book two of the journal just for the AP and DP saves a lot of time in silver. You can do the second book pages in any order. Yeah, I just turned them all in. Did you guys finish your books? No, well, not yet. I journals? finished book one. I'm still collecting the uh the buffs, but since I haven't been on like basically the last few weeks, I've been saving it up so that I can use it to grind for the fucking pieces. Yeah. Get my pot, man. I finished the whole thing and I'm just like collecting the rewards because you can get the drop buff whenever, like from the book. Like it's only when you actually yeah accept yeah, the reward, but you can't so. you can't move on to book two until you complete book one. Right, I just said fuck it. Which book I have one's to only ten percent, right? It. No, it's it. Well, it's ten percent for, but it's two five hour buffs that I have to collect. I'm not yeah. gonna give ten hours. I, I just skipped all that, dude, because the all of the buffs on the second book are twenty four hours, <laughs> and there's five of them. Yeah, I agree, but you know, like I. I've already spent like probably 40 to 50 hours at uh, Blood Wolves. I might as well get as maximum output as I can, you know? Yeah. Um, BDO Pearl Tracker says, Sorry for not being clear. Uh, I am strongly against piloting. I feel it will be complete. It. I feel it will completely wreck the game. I guess I just felt from your comments that it was sort of okay since Pearl Shop costumes. No, definitely not. That is not how I felt at all. Yeah, um, no, not, not even close. I wanted to point out that they are very different things. We can argue, of course, whether the Pearl Shop costuming should be in the game. I don't mind that it is, but it doesn't do actual damage to the game economy. It just upsets me when people use the argument, hey, I can pay this much for costumes and gain X, but if I pay for piloting, I gain X plus more, therefore piloting just makes good sense. No, it doesn't. Yeah, I can see that. I got you. I mean, it just, I mean, again legalist perspective on these types of things it's as simple as they the game allows you to sell costumes the game does not allow you to pilot it's just that simple for me honestly yeah um i don't know i'm dude i still think like in a world where they actually do because they said that they're working on banning people on april 22nd i read it loud and clear from gm do so i'm just like that banner that is, is going to come out the same time that uh, we get our winter zone and bot climbing comes <laughs> in out. December 2021, dude. Oh, probably. But if it did come, man, uh, I just I think people are underestimating how many people actually pilot. That is going to be an insane day. Dude, just, just fucking all of the siege guilds just get Thanos snapped. Or what <laughs> if they don't ban them? Imagine this. You remember what happened with the mappers? What if they got negative balance based on all the money they earned over the last oh, two years? No. Oh, my God. They're just like, some of them are just negative, like, 860 bill. Go like, well, I'll just sell a Tet Distortion, right, Nayashi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's definitely uh, uh, not going to pan out very well. Uh, okay, re- let's talk about this, though, because I am curious to get your opinion. Right. I, mean, I, I don't know if Zethian is still in the chat, but maybe... Maybe he can sell out his friends if he wants. Let's take a guild like Snake. Realistically, no memes. How many? How? What percentage of people 
have at least piloted once before. In, in just snake. snake. What do you think? Fuck. In just snake. Like you And mean, I know we're calling out snake here, but now when you say once before, do you mean like just tested it out or like actually did a whole night and got some gains from it or a whole day or No, whatever? I mean like they've paid for it like once before. Like they paid for somebody to pilot on their account right. for some amount of hours. And so, then maybe they were like, I don't feel comfortable doing it again. I'm not doing it again, but we're counting those people as well. All right. Wax cats piloting is when you pay someone else to basically grind on your account. Um, yeah, I would say what percentage probably I, I was saying this in the, and I think this is true for across the board on average. So there's an average, some may be more, some may be less, but in the top like 10 siege guilds, I would say it's probably somewhere around, uh, eight to 9%. But I be see below that, 25 I, in the top three, you think 25% are using pilots. Yeah, I there's that's so many, dude. You got to remember, a lot of the people in these top siege guilds are steamies, and they'd have to let the pilot on their steam account. I 100 percent feel 25. percent That's high, dude. That's I was high. thinking like, I was thinking like 10, maybe 15 at like the most. <laughs> Where do I, I, I have I have some names. I'm not going to be doing that though. But no, uh, no, I, I, I know I know a few people myself that in some of these guilds. Like I, I know them. They're open about it a lot. Some of them are like just wide open about like, yep, yeah, I do it. Like, yeah, it is what it is. So, but yeah, there's a lot of people I know that aren't wide open about it, but I do know that they do because they've told me. Yeah, I, I'm obviously not going. Alright, so thanks for the reminder. I'm, actually, I'm here. I'm here. Um. Yeah, pro like I, I think probably like the highest, the guild that does it the most, whatever guild that might be, would I would say is probably like ten percent, and then that the other siege guilds are probably closer to five percent, and then below like the top six or top seven, it, it's probably like less than two percent of people in each guild. There's a there's a lot of people in the top siege guilds that love doing their own grinding. It's just their thing. They love doing that kind of stuff. Like for example, Zethian, he's he loves doing his own thing, grinding. That's that's what he loves to do. And um, just using him as an example, but he, he would be a rare case, I feel, uh, that grinds to the level that he does. But can you imagine? I don't though? know. Let's just pretend, for instance, that Nayashi is right, and then they have a band wave, and we lose. We just instantly 25%. lose like 250 people of the 1,000 in the top 10 Siege Guilds. Oh my god. People. It would be well, more like, at most, at most, like... In the top know, 10 Siege Guilds? Yeah. No, I said top 3, probably like 25%. Oh, right. top 3. Right. Okay. Yeah, well. yeah. When you, when you start going down, obviously a lot less, but... Um, Still, that'd be that'd be. I, I, I would say, insane. like, probably in the top 10, as, as much... As maybe eighty to hundred people have piloted. If you're just talking about the metrics that or the particular conditions that you set, Rizzler, just tried it once, not even necessarily doing it on the regular. Yeah, definitely twenty five percent. But if you're talking about people doing it on the regular, I'd probably lean more towards Frosty's number. Eight or nine. I mean, but the thing, and I know there's people in other guilds. I, I mean, I know I know a few people that pilot in small guilds too. Like it's not just. I mean, people want gains regardless of whether they're in a siege guild or not. Dude. Like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know. Um, okay, 
moving on. Uh, Yumenadai says, if you wanted to go full old school, you should have started the podcast with the comments. Fuck, Bill, ha- Bill has now killed me twice. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just get me uh, yeah i think i think the very first episode we read comments we did it at the beginning right I mean, it wasn't just we... the first we did it for like 10 episodes we used to read it in the did beginning we? for a while yeah we changed uh, it later on once we realized like the comments were getting longer and longer and it kind of was like shit we're, we're not because you know what made it difficult is whenever we had a guest on having them wait 30 minutes remember oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that you're was right, rough right. dude we definitely I mean, didn't think about from, that from like a follow-up standpoint it makes sense to do comments before you start the new episode but yeah for the for the sake of the guest and making sure that they're <laughs> we had their to just sanity. wait muted for 30 minutes that's actually so funny to think about it's so awkward we're so sorry old guests who were on earlier <laughs> yeah well i mean you could have had well, them comment luckily on luckily most of our early guests were just like friends so <laughs> i think they were like pretty chill about it yeah all right i think uh let's see I'm I'm about to get my Vels heart, dude. I'm getting one I, I right now it. too. I believe it. Hell yeah, we got our fucking weapon and armor stones and our kaffirs, and can't forget our green coral and our kaffirs. Hell yeah, we'll call, them kaffirs, kaffirs. We'll call them kaffirs. Got our kaffirs. kaffirs. My window's all fucked up. I hope my UI is not permanently damaged by me moving it over to my other monitor that I have set to a low resolution. How would this it definitely ever is going to be. People, I don't know why people think that if X players, the X amount of players hey. got banned, that the siege scene would just stop. Functioning. Yeah, no, it would just. I, I mean, that's, you guys saw it. Galaxy is a siege guild now. We own Balanos. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do you guys actually? We do. Why do you own Balanos? Here's why I could tell you. All right, last last night at about four thirty p.m., we were having a hard time winning against T two guilds. All right, like brutal so on and so forth. Then I took a nap and I woke up and at 6.30 p.m. we were a top 10 siege guild. <laughs> That's why so we're Balanos. Wait, what the hell? My UI is tiny. What just happened? I told you it was going to fuck it up. Did you not hear me? <gasps> no. This <laughs> is so bad. It looks so bad. Wait, I can't Bell, even read it. Bell it's so tiny. Hold on, I gotta download the archive thing. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so tiny. It's like literally unreadable. This better fucking fix it. I'm going to be pissed. Ah, there we go. All right. All right, that was scary for a second there. So basically, like, you guys pulled a clash, and someone was just like, hey, do you want the region? And scary was just like, yeah. And then you, you uh, got it. No, pulling a clash would be, do you guys want the region? Then we show up and barcode slaughters us. That would be pulling a clash. <laughs> <laughs> true, big true, big true. <laughs> no, we actually won the region. Yeah, I guess no one plays, so Ingenium just gave it to us. Or something like oh, that. Oh, that was nice. Thanks, yeah, Laven. I know Laven. Laven's a boss, dude. Because now of you, you Laven, don't get to now you don't get to Nodor for a week. Congratulations. Because of you, Laven. Now people are upset that their payout wasn't what they thought it'd be, and started a bunch of infighting in our guild. Nice. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs> we were all used to getting twenty mil every four weeks, and now all of a sudden. Everyone's they like, get so much extra money, and they're like, "Wait a minute, he got one hundred and thirty mil. I only got sixty. What?" You know, so <laughs> thanks, Slavin. Um I'm just saying, uh, we don't have that type of drama in Sinfui. I just got to point it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you had someone to have drama with. Beyond Magic says, 
Thanks for the great content. Have you thought about dropping after our price to five instead of 10? 10 feels slightly expensive content. With cheaper price, you would have more people listening and spreading the word of that content. Considering you guys uh, get Netflix for $10, you need to have really, really good content for me to donate 10 per month. No, it's, yeah, it's definitely not worth $10. Um, yeah. I don't but think it's even like the only tier is not even worth five. It's really just like an extra bonus stuff because you guys want to say thank you. I think. Yeah, it literally none of the tiers are worth it. it like, <laughs> I want to make this very clear. <laughs> there is nothing. What are you talking about? That my my <laughs> complaints about Maywa are just top tier. There is no way. There's no way you should do. There is nothing that we can do that is deserving of your money. I do one hundred percent truly believe that what patreon is is it's a way for you to donate and get something out of it that's essentially what it is so it's really more of a donation than like a, a business transaction i do agree though Tur turtle says you guys really know how to sell your content <laughs> <laughs> I, I do agree though the price should probably the barrier to entry should probably be lower than 10 but now but then, the problem but then is... what happens to the what happens to the five dollar tier oh turtle, is there a five dollar tier Yes, there's what? a five dollar tier. He's saying that we're asking for ten, though. What's he talking? We about? We have the. Oh my god, there are four tiers. I'm actually going to end up pitching Patreon, even though I don't want to. There are four tiers: one, five, ten, and twenty. The five dollar tier gets your name put into the podcast on the YouTube channel. The ten dollar tier gets you the after hour show, an extra like twenty to thirty minutes of content with every episode of the podcast. The twenty dollar tier gets you a shout out on the podcast in the beginning, and your name gets put at the end credits as well. Those are what the tiers are. The one dollar tier just gets you a role in Discord, which every other tier gets as well. And if Wait. you pay fifty dollars, you get access to our uh, OnlyFans account, where we dress up as a lewd version of Waluigi and Wario. I thought I thought the fifty dollar tier they were gonna get a cool hat. <laughs> no, that's the hundred dollar <laughs> tier. Oh, okay, but it's like a ten gallon hat that says TVP on it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, I agree with you, Beyond Magic. It's not worth it. All right. So, Earthbound, Earthborn, <laughs> Earthborn <laughs> Alien says, "Yo, I love this podcast. It is so hard to find good current BDO videos. About to go hunt down this fight with the Zerker. I just started Zerk. I love how he spells Zerker. Z U R C H E R. Uh, I just <laughs> Zercher. Yeah, I just started a Zercher all, and already I'm super excited to see it at a high level slash gear score. Sorry, I can't support your Patreon. I am mad poor. See, Res, now you're making people feel guilty that they can't even help us. Uh, what? Jesus How am I making them feel Christ. guilty? Making them self conscious every, about their fucking for every viewer for every view we have on our video compared to the amount of like people that pay. So let's say we have two thousand views, but only ten people contributed to the Patreon. Rezar goes out and and punches 1950 cats. He just punches them IRL street cats. Rezar, what's wrong with you? <laughs> He's a monster too. <laughs> He's a fucking monster. Um he says Patreon, I'm mad poor and then he says I'm so poor I'm using a coom armor because I don't want to buy a costume. <laughs> LOL. Anyway, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Oh my god. Hey, by the way, that costume creation task force literally has 10 weeks of free content if they just take all the actual armor in the game and turn them into outfits. Their first Basically. 10 weeks are already set. <laughs> That's probably what they're going to do. Yeah, um, they their very first outfit releasing a coom armor as an outfit and it'll make a bunch of money, guaranteed. Yeah. 
Probably. Um, WoW seriously says, excuse me, change this damn intro already. It's been over a month and some change. Also, PvE tier list for suck when? Actually, Rez, I can send you that first song if you were into it. and uh, We'll talk about it after, but you can have it to start working on that. Uh, the Moosassin says, Oh, PvE tier list for suck? Uh, I can break that down for you. Every class is really, 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 really good. A few of the classes take a little bit of extra work. And suck guardian, for whatever reason, is probably bottom tier for grinding. Done. Uh, I totally thought I was still on Arsha, and I was killing people. <laughs> nice, you fucking Oh my god. I almost went red. You brain did. Yeah. Um... The Musasa is uh, trying to resist the urge to jump into this grab combo, but I think I've said what needs to be said about this. Good vid. Uh, he also says his issue with Guardians that she does way too much damage. You can hardly break her Q block. Um, also, she's protected as fuck. Um, 287 AP can hardly kill a Guardian when I do manage to CC them. Their health pool is insane, but reasoning Guardian players gives is, well, she moves slow. She's fine. Musa has no grab, and you're protected as fuck. Unless Guardian is shit, at the class and the gear is trash, then maybe I can kill you, but if not, okay, okay, gear. Um, then I'm like to die and hit to shift Q. Yeah, same, same complaint everyone has about Guardian. Um, you know, the, the solution is to try out Guardian. You know what I mean? Yeah, just re-roll Guardian. Before the re-roll coupons get removed, people. <laughs> Trilly Tree Tag says, Tim, in quotes, and then laughs and says, ah, ha, 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 same. I don't know what it means. Oh, maybe he's talking about the, the Siege podcast thing. Maybe. Uh, Ej Can Esmer says, This is one of the few podcasts I enjoy. The other one being We Say Things from Dota Cinema. I don't get the idea of male Sork for a new class. Why does everyone only think Sork when they hear magic? Don't you see the sword? <laughs> does it not resemble Kriegsmesser at all? Uh, what I'm trying to say is that maybe the new class is a male Dark Knight from Valencia. Also, read the buffs from Black Spirit Adventure. Or also the buffs uh, could be turned into EXP buff or drop rate buffs or even scroll EXP would love them. Yeah, I wish they would change those. Yeah, they, they really do need to change them. Like, those types of buffs made sense, like, when we were in Catfish, you know? Which yeah. the Blackspear Adventure didn't exist back then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they don't make any sense now. And it's very confusing why they are still there. By the way, he said, TLDR, I bet my middle nut that the new class is going to be a male DK. Guess you're down to two nuts, buddy. <laughs> On war, he says, wild carrot, best carrot. He's fucking on the nose with that Urko Asko <laughs> says hey you guys know if this DK multimeter that plays on NA from EU have some weird channel or Twitch to learn how to play DK I don't know I don't know if he has any YouTuber or Twitch I'll have to ask him Wait, um, who? multimeter the Dark Knight oh uh, you're talking about uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah multi I, uh, I can't think of his actual character name I'm talking about the guy that I said yeah, she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah multi. I didn't, um, yeah, his family I've, name, I've, I think. Zyrel, right? yeah. Zyrel. Yeah, Zyrel? that's it. That's yeah. it that's I don't it. know yeah. if he has. Ellie, does he have a YouTube or a Twitch? I don't think that he does, but I don't no, know. I don't know for sure. Not, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. Uh, Orakami says, the key to, to suck Valk post shield chase changes equals we can now move without instantly being CC'd, but we still have to use small damage combos. We don't have protected big damage one shots. Also, I would like death to prevent V. 
I don't want to V post-death and wait another entire cooldown. Yeah, I agree. Like, if you die within, like, one second of your V going on cooldown, it would be nice if it didn't actually go on cooldown. Like, maybe maybe even less than a second. You know, when you, like, for some reason it takes your cooldown even though it didn't work? I hate that shit. I mean, really just fix that. It just shouldn't go on cooldown if you die. <laughs> like, cause, yeah, you, but that's like know? asking them to not make grabs desync anymore. That ain't gonna true. fucking happen. Uh, Lost Soul says, Sunday is the Lord's Day. Hmm, that's why I can't get a Vel. <laughs> Rough. Tim, Tim says, you have to be as insane as Alex Jones to think that mapping was an intended function. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I just mm -hmm. came to a realization. Back up two comments. Okay. Did that guy say that Valk has no big damage? We don't have protected big damage one-shots. Oh, protected. Okay, I don't know about protected, but... Because I know Valk definitely has some fucking nukes. Yeah, I think... Is he referring to suck? Because I feel like uh, Shield Throw and uh, Judgment of Light both are pretty big damage that are protected. I don't know about one-shots, but... I don't know what class literally just has a skill that just one kills you, except for Guardian. Yeah, I was about to say Guardian. <laughs> so the standard is odd, but yeah, yeah, I think he's referring to suck, maybe, but I don't know. They used to have shift Q, but it's not protected. Anyway. Um, Mayo Knight says, between Frosty's wholesome text mishap and Reslar seeming much happier than usual, this was a very upbeat podcast. One of my favorites so far. And wow, was. and I wasn't even on it. Yeah, you missed it. I, I, I was trying. <laughs> no Mela complaints confirmed. Better, I, better podcast. I randomly was trying to text the misses I love you last week in the middle of the podcast, and I accidentally put in the group text with my sisters, and they both were like, "Um, I guess we love you too." <laughs> it was really awkward. Um, <laughs> Dukin, uh, OCX says, "Yay, old school, love it." Heart. Um, Dowser says, since Valk got buffed slash nerfed, why don't you invite a move for your next podcast? Because he's a guardian. Uh, Hooglenian says, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know because uh, we do need to get a Valk on soon. I don't, we but we I, did I would, talk about that recently, right? Yeah, I, I do want. I'm pretty sure we talked about that. Oh, yeah, he's a Sork now. I do want a uh, an actual Valk like that's sticking to it, though, you know? There was a Valk I, I fought. Uh, mother... Who? Um, what guild was in? It was, was it? Fuck! I can't remember his damn name. I was trying to remember when we had this discussion. Filter? Maybe. There's two good Valks in filter. Name them. Imperialism, and I forget the name of the other one. I have to look. Yikes! He said that imperialism actually told me the name the other day. Um. Uh. No, he doesn't say the name. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, Crimson Tears was it that guy? Mm, no, I, I don't know. He was on one of my streams. I fought him. Uh, I need to. I need to figure out what his name is and contact him. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely need to get a uh, a Valk on the podcast here soon to talk about Awaken and Suck Valk. Hoogly Union says, "Guess I should have named my cover Final Fantasy X to Zanarkand instead of just Zanarkand." Uh, not getting as what? many, not getting as many plays because you don't have that Final Fantasy seven oh, in yeah, the title. Yeah, you just gotta do it again, man. You fucked up. You gotta you gotta abuse the SEO in this game, man. 
Um, <laughs> Io says, as you were talking about landing on buffs in Black Spear board game, and got plus two fishing while I'm gathering. Yay. <laughs> um, and then me just me Justin Lee says, how much does Cacao Perlibus pay you to come on this podcast every week and show for them? So here's the thing that's interesting. I actually pay them to do it. Oh, really? That's how much they've earned my trust. Throwback. I think that was we said that in one of the early podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that was from way back in the day. Yeah, and that and that's it for the uh, the podcast comments. Is it really? Yeah. So, uh, anything you guys want to go over before we we call it a day? I don't think so. Right. Oh wait, yes, I lied. Uh so when this goes up tomorrow, you're gonna see another video up as well. Uh, that's going to be one of the after hours videos from at the time of recording this month at the time of release last month. I'm going to be putting up a poll in discord uh, with the titles of all of the after hours videos we did this month. And basically the Discord's going to get to choose which of the after hours videos they want to see and whichever one they choose. I'm going to make that public and that's going to be that. And this is the way that we're going to, that I'm going to do things um, just so that the people who aren't paying for the after hours content can still experience some of it. They get basically one video at the end of the month. They get to choose one of the videos that they want to see. So that's the way it's going to be done. Um, I talked to the patrons. They, nobody came forward with any issues about, you know, with, you know, posting it publicly. So you can thank the patrons for allowing this to happen. You're and getting it, extra content. And if they did, Rezar would have blocked them. <laughs> so thank your patrons for letting you guys get more uh, more content. So Fucking yeah, there'll be a poll up in Discord. So moral of the story is join the Discord because there might be votes and shit that you can you can vote on and whatnot. So. Yep. Um, outside of that, thank you guys so much for uh, hanging out. All the people in the in the chat on Niashi stream and my stream, we stream it every single week just so you guys can kind of chime in a little bit. I think it adds a little bit extra to it. It's kind of cool. Also, it certainly helps when we can't remember shit. Yeah, dude, it's like the greatest research team of all time when I forget yeah. shit. It's so fucking nice, actually. So Silent Chad is Silent Chad's the, the true OP. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for hanging out. Um... We do do the podcast every week, generally Sunday at, at 10 a.m. Um, next week, we do have a guest coming on. I think we could say it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so next week, Sunday morning, 10 a.m. PST, we're going to have Morlin on. So if you want to check out his opinion on uh, all sorts of shit, Siege, not Siege, the Heidel Ball, the new stuff coming, balance, yada, 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 we'll, we'll pick his brain about everything that he knows. So Morlin TV has been in the community for a long time. I'm super excited to have him on. He's a super smart guy, too. Uh, also strongly opinionated, so that'll be fun. And, uh, yeah, uh, that'll be that'll be cool. Um, and we're outs- going to be opening up the guest questions uh, channel in the Discord again. Yeah. So if you have questions that you want us to ask Morlin, join the Discord, go into the, the guest questions channel, post your question there, and we will ask him the question on the episode Right. Um, make sure you join the Discord. Make sure you like and follow and subscribe and do all that stuff for the podcast YouTube video. Um, the podcast, as a reminder, is also on Spotify, iTunes, Castbox. 
um, Google's FeedBurner and SoundCloud. So you can find it wherever you want, listen to it however you like. Um, Nayashi streams all the time. Lately, not as much because of wedding stuff, but his stream is twitch.tv slash Nayashi underscore NA. Um, I've been streaming every single day, twitch.tv slash SoFrosty. Um, Reslar, one day will have internet that'll allow him to stream. In <laughs> it's going to come out right after the winter version of the new content. So 2021, maybe winter, maybe 2022. No, er, early, early 2022, early yeah. 2022. Early yeah. 2022, Rosalie's going to get new internet. <laughs> um, so yeah, thank you guys for hanging out and uh, we'll see you guys next time.